Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, and I cannot read a forest plot. Um, I'm joined today by my co-host, Kamar. Hello, hello, hello. And Simon. The fuck is a forest plot? You obviously didn't listen. No, no, I you're know. not I'm an expert. Saying, even as he was saying it, it was his main point of contention. Oh, he said it a hundred times. Anyways, I we'll, mean, you can't even read a forest plot. We'll we'll get there. Sure, we'll get to that. Um, for those of you joining us for the first time, the premise here is very simple. Uh, the three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. Blech. Nope, that's not what it's called. The Joe Rogan Experience. That's what our podcast is called. And uh, we're gonna rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five. Jamie Vernon's. Uh, we're going to discuss some of the topics, dive a little bit deeper, and this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? I think it was just a week. I got fired. What? You were saving that one. Yeah. Well, I can't really get into it right now, so we'll talk about it after the podcast. Because you're getting a lawyer? Uh, I hope so, yeah. Did Because of the Christmas party? No. Oh. They waited a full calendar year? No, 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 because he was doing it again. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. No, no. All right. There will be no Christmas party this year. I was just going to say, wow. dude, what is with I, the company that I formerly worked for fired me a little bit later in the year, but around the same time a couple years ago. And I just don't, if you're going to fire someone, have some fucking balls and don't wait till like a week before Christmas. Yeah. It's a douchebag maneuver. Wow, it's, it's, a, it's a it's disaster waiting to happen though. If, if, if someone's working someplace that they know they're getting kicked out, I mean, it's, it's a liability. That's not what he means. But anyways, I, I see what you're saying, but I'm yes, if I had a somebody and I fired them, I don't like the two weeks note or uh, working for two weeks. I'm just like, I'd rather pay you for the time. Well, and that's what everyone so does. Much yeah. And see you later. If no, can some win. some people, if you can't afford that, you got to keep that person on for those two weeks and whatever. Anyways, I, I see just what, check the cameras a lot. See what Kamar was saying, but that's not what Maddie was saying. Anyways, my week was pretty uneventful. Oh, Maddie. Kamar. I'm very sorry to hear that, sir. Thanks, buddy. Thought we should give him some condolences. Well, guy we, just... we will when he tells us the whole story after the podcast. You won't. <laughs> I would love, I love that Kamar, uh, <laughs> I won't. unlike a normal person, doesn't say anything. Walks in the house, everything's honky-dory. I did it for the gram. The second, the second we hit the record button, so I lost my job. Simon, how was your week? He saves a lot for this podcast, man. It's he does admirable. good for you, man. Yeah. That is very admirable. admirable. It was especially hard. especially it was hard. this week. Where, content. You know, we're He's just saving for, for content. I was burning behind the ears um, this whole time. Well, I mean, I just don't have the kind of news that Kamar has, obviously. Oh, um, and I had a good show on Friday. The corporate worked out all right. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Well, at least something's coming up, Millhouse. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah, it's, well, he really slapped us in the face. I did it for the gram, man. I did it for the gram. The gram is Instagram. Yeah, but it'd this be a, way, a podcast. But it's a saying the kids say. Boomer. Chasing clout. There we go. All uh, no cap or whatever they say. 
Um, well, we just all sounded really old. Well, we're old losers. Come on, establish this. Big old losers. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, no, nothing. My week was totally uneventful. It was a fucking terrible week in the world of Joe Rogan. One of the worst. I think it might have been the worst. Like, I'm hard-pressed to think what week was worse. Well, I think we're going to find some It was fucking terrible. And then he throws in a Saturday podcast with some douchebag and... Well, on it, a Saturday. It wasn't done on Saturday, though. No, I, yeah. The release record, date, that's just rude. They recorded it the day. Yeah, it's true. It wasn't recorded Saturday. But like I said, comparing like... I didn't know that. I'm sorry. If you look at who these guys are, they have a fan base, some of them. They may love these podcasts. You know what I mean? I'll say this. This week was incredibly... This week was incredibly niche. I'm sure there are some people that would enjoy some of the episodes we're going to shit on. I I mean, listen, I can't believe I'm saying this. Brendan Schaub MMA was the best episode of the week. Yeah, hearing, getting to hear that Dave Chappelle has at least been, that the subject has been broached with yeah. him. That was, was that was really cool. For me, that was incredible. Yeah. I wasn't able to listen to that one. I would have listened to that one because everyone was talking about it, except I had to listen to this Villeneuve one. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, this just week, this week just kept, I mean, I'll say this. Everyone seemed, well, we'll get into that. Most people seemed like really great people, nice people. Not, it wasn't that the episode was shit due to them. It was just maybe what they do. You know, like the runner, super nice guy. That's a problem. (laughs) I just didn't want to hear any of it. Well, he's a world record holder. Yeah, I understand that. That's special. Yeah. Uh, Car guy was actually pretty cool. I didn't hate that episode as much as I thought. No, it actually came up through in the middle. When, yeah, the when they weren't talking about cars, it was a min- pretty decent 58 episode. minutes in, yeah. he was like, well, we've said enough. But I I found it informative. I felt I understood some things about cars that I didn't. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, like, I wasn't um, I wasn't bummed at that one as much as I was the rest of the week. I was pleasantly surprised. But, I mean, Joe said it in the Outdoorsman, the last episode, he said, he's like, this is my show, and I don't give a fuck. I mean, he really he laid it out as plain as he could. And he's successful, so... He I have was, people on that I care about. I don't care about what you guys think, so... Yeah, I mean, I would... I wish he would touch base with me a little more, and we could, you know... That'll be the day. ...figure out what these niche markets should be, but fuck, you're right. It's his show. He'll but like I said, if you're a fan of that show, you're probably in ecstasy of this podcast. Mm, yeah i i see where you're going kamar like i I like your logic i just yeah no it doesn't do it for you no i don't think it did it for anyone man i think it's a weak 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 i can't believe a weak 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 i actually well i mean we'll get to it when we get to it it's fine um let's why do you just start by going through them simon sure so i thought we were trying to do filler (laughs) 13 i think it's gonna we're gonna fill the this is filler (laughs) no no we're gonna this is gonna be a longer episode than both of you 1392 zach bitter Followed by MMA the number eighty four. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we're not Brendan doing that one. Shop. Well, it's in there. Um, Thirteen ninety three was the game changer debunk debate. Chris Cresser versus James Wilkes. Thirteen ninety four was what was 1394 oh the car guy um matt, matt farah thank you matt farah and 1395 was glenville 
Nev. Only the lonely. Wow. All right. Well, four episodes. Let's uh, let's jump into it. All right. I well, think that uh, let's say let's start by saying this. We all knew from the a- internet that the game changers debate was coming this week, so we knew right away that there was gonna be. A long one in the middle of the week. That we I didn't. Were... I didn't know it was coming. I actually made a joke, and Kamar called me on it, and then it happened. Well, well you're not on the Reddit it, enough. They said then. it was happening because mm. the Reddit was the Reddit talking. was all over telling us you guys uh, get ready because that. In fact, a few people are saying we should veto it, and I'm glad we didn't. But we'll get to that when uh, we get. That's to the only it. way we can call this work if we actually do stuff like this. Should we rate the week? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'll start with you, Kamar. I give it a two and a half. Two and a half, Jamie's. What was this week, Kamar? Week of... 59. 59, thank you. Well, it's episode 59. Episode 59. It's it's all good. That's Kamar, Simon, Matt. And Kamar gave it a... Two and a half. Two and a half, and Matt gave it a... Hoi, hoi. You gave the week a two and a half? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, A two. No, 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 no. A one and a half. What am I thinking? This week fucking sucked. Matt you, you, gives the week a one and a half, and Simon is also going to give the... It can't. This week cannot get higher than a one and a half, in my opinion. I'm sorry, Kumar. I want to give it a one, but no, it has to be a one and a half. I'm with you, Matt. There were some five. there were some bright spots. I mean, I don't even know. We'll we'll find out. I might change that. I might lower that by the end of the show. No, I have some I have some really interesting thoughts <laughs> on one of the episodes, so. Well, I love when you have interesting thoughts, Matthew. We'll Dr. Flathew Discman getting ready to drop some knowledge on y'all. PhD. Let's start. All right. Bitter. Uh, 1392 Zach Bitter. In the history of us doing this show, the J R E E, I have never taken less notes on an episode. One page. Surprised you got a page out of it. Four notes. Does any of those notes have poisonous potato in them? No. Well, there's the cat five. (laughs) That was the only moment, even though, are you an expert? No, but they're just shooting shit about vegetables and stuff. They really got off track after the Again, uh, initial. Th- this was one of those handhold type episodes where I'm just, why, 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 why? If you want to try to operate things on an optimum level and be alone, <laughs> you know? I will say it was very interesting when they found out that this is actually like a super old gambling sport. The like long distance running like people, it used to be like, I bet you $10,000 you can't get from San Francisco to New York on foot. Right. Yeah. And then you get there and you wouldn't get paid. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, the two chicks that got conned. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's just the patriarchy holding women down. Of course. Um, You you know what's totally one of those um, fashion before function things is Nike Air. Because it elevated that heel up so high to fit in the air pocket, it really fucked up people's gates, apparently. But if you ever own a pair of Converse, you know you don't need it. Like, I, I always look at Converse like those would be so uncomfortable. Oh, I'm not even talking about the comfort. I'm just saying because it jacks up your heel, so you're walking away your body wasn't meant to walk, you know? Converse is more like walking barefoot. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's not there's not a problem with it. Well, I mean, you don't want to play basketball in Converse. You'll fucking break your ankles. But you wouldn't want to do it in um, yeah. But you know what? The running guy, shoes either. I was just gonna say the guy that won Skater of the Year this year rides for Converse. He skates only in Chucks, pretty much. Really? Yeah. Well, that, I, that video part I showed you where the guy kick flips. Yeah, into yeah. The, it wouldn't be bad for uh, skateboarding. You don't need a lot of ankle support, do you? He's I would say you do. There's also pride. no like. Think about like a like any flip trick like there's no there's no cushion on a fucking converse well, I, there's no i'm just thinking about like janowski's let's say there doesn't sure spec, i guess you're right or vans like those were my favorite shoes to skate in because it you know you but didn't certain vans are very bulky and like have a lot of material i'm talking about just about the slip-ons yeah or slip-ons are just you know uh normal whatever that model is called. No, I'm just saying, like, uh, I never liked skating in, like, Osiris's, those big fucking the combat boots. boots, you know? Yeah, I never had a pair of those. All these guys are amazing athletes, though. Like, their, their knees, their joints, you know, to be performing Well, this stuff, Zach Bitter, bending. this record he broke w- is insane. Like, mm-hmm. I could care less, but to to I couldn't run, run one mile in six minutes. minute miles or whatever. For that no, it was it was six and a half minutes. Minute. Whatever it was, whatever it was. That was six and a half minutes. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. And to do that for that many miles is just you know. What are you running from? What are you running from? Yeah. No, I mean, I always, I, you know, I always think of Simon going, "Why?" I just picture Simon angrily yelling at I his was, car I was very, stereo, I going, was very "Why?" Angry at this podcast. Well, the literal why is he he came on the podcast to say he's running across the country. No, I know, but the why is he like why? Why? How, how we found ourselves here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, why? <laughs> That's hilarious. Remember, I said that I had four notes. Mm-hmm. One of my notes is who could possibly find this interesting. So that's not really a note. So it's three, three points. But I found, I see, I found myself thinking that, and then I had to stop, and I said that's really unfair because if he has the most popular podcast in the world, it's very unfair of us to go. Who wants to listen to this? When I'm sure there was a runner out there that was like, this episode was great. I don't know who the hell RZA is. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I know. You just got to look at the majority of the people listening, I guess. I mean, but I think a lot of, of this... Of course, is, there's going to be niche uh, whatever. So. But I think a lot of people listening listen to Joe Rogan are very active and probably run. So this was at least somewhat in their wheelhouse. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, sure. But I fall back that everyone's different. You, you know what I mean? Everyone's uh, body makeup. So what works for one person won't work for you. So it's your optimization, what works best for you. And unless I have the exact same body type of you, if no, I'm I, trying to live this lifestyle. Well, I mean, I think we're going to get to that whole fucking debate. But I, I, what I did like about this guy was that he didn't, he, he definitely didn't seem like he was pushing an agenda as far as like how you should work out, how you should eat, live, help. You know what I mean? Like he was just like, listen, you're asking me, this is what I do to run my 100K. And he also seemed very lax, not lax about it, but he seemed very realistic. Like he wasn't 100% like Jocko or David Goggins, like, I'm just fucking train and go and go. He was like, well, I don't know. I, I like to like take some time off, let my body recover. Yeah, he was somewhere between Jocko and Alex Hanhold. Yeah, any of these you know guys that I'm run saying? like that have some Alex Hanhold to them. They just like going straight instead of up. Yeah, I think anyone at the top, top, top of their game has that handhold fucking weirdness about them, kind of. It's a spectrum. Yeah. And it just uh, allows for extreme focus, which I I, just, I I wonder if I could run 10 kilometers right now. 
Like, could you? Do you think you could? No, no fucking way. No way. I don't think I, I can't could run, run one. Dude, I don't think I could run one kilometer. One kilometer. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, you can hear my wheeze for on your the life? episode. Running for your life? Well, yeah. I, I mean, if I had to run for my life, I think the adrenaline, the adrenaline, I think the adrenaline would take get you I totally disagree. Meters. I find that like running for, <laughs> running when it matters is when I run the worst. No, if zombies were chasing you. At least you a would, kilometer. You at would least. keep running. So here's the other thing you're forgetting. I, I'm a nervous laugher. So if there's zombies and I'm running, I'm laughing the whole time, which is not a, not a good way to run. It's not... A, very economical as far as saving energy. I think you could both run a kilometer. Life, I mean, you're you're probably gonna die <laughs> if you have to go two kilometers. But oh, but that's the thing. If I have to just get your life, yeah, you're right. But when I get to the end of that kilometer, I have to take a twenty minute breather. Wheezing. I gotta get up. Oh my dude, you'd, there'd be dogs all over the neighborhood going fucking nuts. It's good to know your limitations. I remember, like uh, in like grade eight, they made us run around Hopewell, like not even a lot. Like they were like. 10 times or whatever and i hauled ass the first three times around the block like trying to keep pace with the teacher like i fucking got this and i couldn't even finish did you get one of those cramps dude the you have to hold your breath oh it's the pain goes away yeah, it's like you're breathing, just pinches more oh and it's like, insane and it's i think it's dehydration what you're supposed to do is like your muscles are clamming up because they don't have water in it that, that was that the craziest feeling yeah like, those can't that cramp the worst and i mean what has this guy had gone through he knows those cramps better than anyone. I want Joe to ask him about shitting himself because you see it all the time. Long distance runners with like a gaggle of shit running down both their legs and just that look of like, what shit? I just got to keep on going. <laughs> it's just surrender. Like, I, yeah, I guess it, it just seems crazy to me. Like, oh my God, that's not good. I, I ran cr- cross country in, in uh, grade seven. Did you? Yeah, yeah, grade eight. Wow. Did you go to Hopewell? No. Okay. I used to run cross country all through um, elementary school and junior high. That's sort of fun. Sort of fun. Well, it, it got us out of school. I think that was the only reason. That I as well. It. But it, the, the, when you saw, when you're running, you're working, and you see some kids so far ahead, you're like, what the hell? Well, I'd much rather run through like the forest. Exactly. Like that, than around for a track. cross country than around a track, right? For those things, I did uh, long jump, triple jump, and... Uh, one year I was the sprinter. I was hilarious. I remember I would always walk up to all the sign-up sheets and be like, fucking all of it. And then come game time, I'd be like, oh, I can't run. Oh, or jump. <laughs> I used to try to do a joke about how the triple jump is the gayest of the jumps. It's a pretty weird... Uh, a hop, skip, a hop, and a skip, jump. and a jump. Yeah, the one fairy guy that wasn't allowed in any other sport was like, guys, I got one. I wonder what... Because, you know, like, okay, the long jump, all of these things seem like they're derived from something. What the fuck does the triple jump come from? Like, in what part jumping of, on a, of life? Jumping through a fire. Jumping through a fire. No, I was going to say, like, over thing. the moat, through a fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, yeah, I don't know. You, very, you're right, though, Simon. There's nothing. Odd, you know, the, the pole vault comes Get over the wall. From, yeah, getting of over the wall. The well, even a long jump, jump makes sense. You had to get across something. It all you makes sense. But the triple jump. We're going to have to look into that. If you can get one more bound, there's a better jump than a long jump. If anybody knows, I mean, if anybody's listening. I say a moat. No, no, hold on. Don't even send that in because I don't fucking care. Oh, I totally care. Off a person's head in a moat. I'm going to find out. I'm (laughs) going to find out on my own. Yeah, I just, yeah. uh, You're right. Triple jump is fucking retarded. 
Um, yeah, and then, sorry, my fifth point was... Oh, wow, um, we're already there. The Game Changer debunk seems like a tr- pleasure compared to this podcast. You you were in the future at this point? Yeah. I was I was thinking that was what may be coming down the peep. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, you were in the future at this point? Yes. I opened up a portal. I jumped in. I picked I the worst you podcast were... I could listen to, <laughs> jumped back through the portal, and came uh, back to this one. I thought you listened to the Game Changer second. I did. Because so, it was second. But you didn't know it was a pleasure to listen to. Well, listen to this it one. It wasn't a pleasure to listen to. It wasn't. I was hypothesizing that it would be a displeasure exactly. to listen to. The weird thing is, other than length, I would actually have rather listened to the Game Changers than this. All of these pointless podcasts were too long. It could have been a nice two hour. <laughs> All of these pointless podcasts. No, he's podcasts actually, he's right. The length this week was staggering I'd, staggering I'd look at the guy and be like oh no not him three and a half hours that was, yes. dude that was it i kept being like it's like those like cartoon rubbing your eyes like yeah. wee-hoo, wee-hoo. like no fucking way birdie only did an hour <coughs> listen i could not believe when i saw the car guy was 320 something i was like this is fucked and then villeneuve i thought i was seeing things it popped up my youtube i was like two hours ago it's saturday at like four I mean, I know Joe doesn't understand our schedule, so all the power to him. Because I'll say this. There would have been a time where we all would have been like, hell, Saturday drop. I mean, we still would have been bummed. And if it's like David Fravor there and we're talking about UFO, I'm happy for a Saturday drop. Like, no problem. I'm happy to listen to that, but don't throw in a Uh, fucking... Oh, that guy. I think I was listening under duress. As I said to Simon, I was listening to it walking up here. You know what this one was like? This it, it, throwing that podcast in on a Saturday is like when you think the teacher's forgotten homework and you're like out the door, like you're literally out the door and you hear a student yell back, like "Wait, she's saying something," and you go back and there's a fucking pile of this. This week fucking sucked. Are we done with this episode then? This guy's a good. Well, no, I gotta say, I gotta say though, <laughs> super nice of him to uh, like hit up Justin Wren out of the blue for no reason. Like he went to Justin Wren and was like, I'd like to, since I'm doing this to run, run across the continental United States. Well, but still, I raise awareness. Yeah, I'd give money. That's good yeah, for him. No, it's really nice. This guy was a fucking super nice guy, man. Like I, I hate to disparage this episode. That's what I'm getting at. Because he is a, fu- he's a good dude. Salt of the earth. But that doesn't make for interesting conversation the potato thing was sort of interesting i please enlighten me because i don't remember the they were talking about how they had to bury these potatoes in clay because mm-hmm. they were uh poisonous and how even when they sell them to this day they still sell them with, with this, this powder with this powdered that clay eat. that you have to use well why bother eating the potato it doesn't matter. it has a great it was like a great source of and then there's uh, another thing protein, uh, cassava or there's all these things that are poisonous but somehow long ago someone figured out it, it's. It, I thought that was interesting. Oh, wasn't it? They, and they found out actually that it was like the emus or something that figured it out because they were saying Joe the was like, "How did we figure that out?" The animals were licking. Yeah, they were. Yeah, there was some, something. Yeah, so that what Kamara's right. That okay. was interesting. So that is interesting. Yeah. But one interesting point does not make a podcast. Does not a podcast make? Well, they got in a weird little uh, rabbit hole of like just talking about stuff that this guy was in no way an expert in. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I will say though it. it it's so funny because when you listen to this episode and you hear them do that, I'm fairly certain that after the Game Changers episode, this the po- Joe Rogan experience will never be the same again, ever. 
Wow. Well, we're going to And get, we're going to get to it. We'll get to it, but I'm nice but this lead. happened before. Nice lead. Oh, you're saying this was the What last. I'm saying though is he in this one like Kamar's saying, he was asking a guy his opinion on as if the guy was an expert, you know, like, "Hey, well, we, and I think we're going to find out that Joe is going to be very, very cautious in the future about who he brings on as far as what credentials they have. Oh, I think so. And I oh, mean, I can't wait to get there because Matt. he was actually having in-depth discussion with this runner guy um, about the animals and the That's what I'm saying, sustainable soil <laughs> gearing up for it or something. Well, like. I'm just it, it all. You know, I found it all very interesting that it kind of bled into it. And. I mean, we'll just rate this one and we'll get to it because the Game Changers was fucking interesting as shit after I thought it was going to be just garbage and I thought I was going to hate my life. Well, that's it. It, it, it was something else. Like, it was something else. It was just a long time. And, and I'm um, so glad I, I actually listened to it on regular time. I'm so glad I did that. And I even, it got so interesting that I was like, well, I have to watch this. I was like, I have to see the mannerisms in the room. The lack of eye contact. It, Hey, Dude. We, we, let's wrap well, this yeah, one yeah. up. <laughs> okay. Simon, we'll start with you. Please uh, please rate the episode and thank you. Please and thank you. Um, I'm going to do this differently. I'm going to um, give my final thought on him first. He gets a five and I give this episode a point five. Okay. Kamar? Like, yeah, like I said, I thought all that potato shit was interesting. I give it a two. Based on one point. You give it. it was a long discussion about eating food and nutrients and no problem. I mean, I can't, you know, I can't say it was totally without merit. I give it a one and a half. It was ancient civilization stuff for sure. Oh, the look Simon is throwing Kamar daggers <laughs> there right was now. No ancient Fucking, civilizations. of course, who figured this out? Ancient civilizations, <laughs> the Mayans, Peruvians. It was in Peru, wasn't it? What with the the clay and stuff? The potatoes. Yeah, I, I think it was. Are you okay, Simon? Is that all right? You have them all written down now? I think I'm okay. Yep. Okay. That was that was good. That was all right. Great. What was the number of the Game Changers one? Uh, Game Changers was 1393. 1393. By the way, I believe this week is Joe's 10-year anniversary. Am I wrong? Or it's one of these It's one of these weeks coming up as the show's 10-year anniversary. Muzzle tov, Joe. Yeah, crazy. Before we get into it, I want to ask, who do you think's fault this is? Joe's. Okay. I, I don't think that. Who, who Whose fault do you think this is? So, sorry. What? Whose fault? Explain. Just <laughs> that we are here having to discuss this, that this it's, happened. It's Joe's, 100%. The game changers thing? I know you're going to get, you're going to blame Chris Kessler. Or yes, Kessler. you do. Like, I you know, know you're going to do that. Do. Is that what you're asking, though? Uh, I, I Yes. Whose fault is this? I think this is Joe's fault also, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because Joe came into this with Chris Kresser wanting to break that movie apart. And he obviously didn't do any background research on it. Or well, hold on here. I, I, I got to say something crazy. I'm pretty sure this, the Game Changers one, was his fifth time on the show. Which means that the one before, the debunk one, was his fourth time. Chris my, Kresser. Yeah, so my question was... He was on three other times and Joe didn't, Joe always talks about how his bullshit meter is so stellar. And I mean, I didn't really pick up on it either. It seemed like everything this guy was saying in the debunk was legit, but I had nothing to go off of until, and I I just, I'll come out and say this right away. 
there's a fucking serious turning point in this episode somewhere around the one hour mark. And it's when Joe finds out that this guy, because Joe, for all intents and purposes, when this starts, he is on Chris Kresser's side. A hundred percent. He's still on his side. A hundred percent. Until he finds out that he's an acupuncturist. That's what his degree is in acupuncture. And when I heard that, I was like, holy shit. At least he didn't say, say chiropractor. Well, here's the other. So it's it, the super weird thing is he's sheepish saying it because he asked him, he's like, what are your qualifications? And he goes, I have a master's level. I can't remember the wording. And then he goes, yeah, in what? What does that mean? And he goes, well, in the state of California, when you're an acupuncturist, you have to take. Dude, you can see Joe almost literally like back his rolling chair up and slide to the <laughs> other side. Of the, I mean, it is fucking tangible. It's insane because you can see you can see him like like I've made a I've made a huge. It's like when that voice comes and it was at that moment that Joe knew he fucked up. I mean, the whole time Chris Kresser knows he's fucked up, too. Dude, it's like a kid getting caught in a lie. Like, I remember I remember once my dad was like, did you skip school yesterday? And I was like, no. And he's like, you didn't skip school yesterday. And I was like, no, I don't know. What are you talking about? As he's got the principal on the phone. Well, no. And he was like, well, they're saying you skip school. And I was like, no, that's bullshit. And he goes, I'm taking you in tomorrow morning. First thing, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. And I played it out. I was like, well, we'll see who can fucking. And it took to getting to the door of the school for me to finally be like, all right, you got me. This guy went he went all the way for him to come back on and agree to this well, was insane. Chris Kresser in order for this to work for him, he needs Joe on his side because, and Joe tried to be and, on his side. And what I, cause I didn't realize cause listening to the debunk, which is exactly James Wilkes point is listening to that debunk. You're like, Chris Kresser is, uncovering a um, conspiracy a conspiracy that this guy is trying to pull over on everybody mm-hmm. where in actuality, it seems like it was the exact opposite. So without Joe there to be on his side, he just becomes the charlatan that he was accusing the other guy of. Being. They were just in a nice confirmation bubble. For the debunk. Right, exactly. And that's why I think Joe is to blame because Joe created that confirmation Course. bubble. Well, no. and here's the weird here's the weird thing too. Sorry, real quick before you get into why it's Cresser's fault. So Joe obviously wants it's weird because Cresser was like, if you ask him, it was very tough to get me on here to even do this. And I thought to myself, but this is your fourth or fifth time, so it's not that hard to get you on the show. Well, no, to get him on to debunk game changers. I get it. Either way, I mean, it seemed... Oh, no, that can't be right because mm-hmm. he has a whole website, uh, Game Changers Debunk. So exactly. he had already done this and this then Joe saying. had him on. You're right, Matt. Yes. So so my whole thing, like Kamar's saying, it's a big confirmation bubble where Joe watched this movie and goes, this is bullshit because Joe always had that sort of Wants mentality. Wants like to be amazing. Yeah. So, which way puts on our very last episode? And I mean, I will say this: at first, at first, I was kind of like, "What is this guy's deal? Like, why won't he tell them?" Because he kept kind of beating around, like they were like, "So you do think meat's bad?" And he was like, "Yes." And they're like, "Why?" And then he'd kind of veer off, yeah. way off. And I was like, I was so infuriated. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I also had the moment when he mentioned acupuncture. It, it's like smoke disappeared from the room, and I was like. Oh my god! I can see the magician and all his tricks. Like I, it just 
I was like, this guy seems, I didn't know what to think. I was sitting there going, I'm in the weeds now. Cause I was like, this guy just seems like he's full of shit now. Well, I, I know. I don't think that Chris Kresser was actually prepared for a debate. I think he thought it was going to be another you and me take on. A bow, Joe. pile on. You and and me as soon as he had to start defending some of these things, he was really fucking lost, man. I want to get to Kamar real quick. Why do you think it was Chris Kresser's fault? We didn't let you Because get- everything you guys are saying is Chris, Chris, Chris. Chris should have never said anything about Game Changers when it came out in the first place. Well, he should have. Listen. Have your website and shut the fuck up. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, but Joe should not be giving him a platform he, to disparage this other guy. He should not uh, honeypot Joe into getting himself on to do this debunk based on what he does not know. I don't and think that's what happened. Lastly, <laughs> he should have said, would you come back and debate? I'm, I've got a really busy schedule. <laughs> it wouldn't be a while. He had all these outs. Because he knew he had, he Dude, had, no, he had after nothing. After the debunk, if I was Chris Kresser, I would have been avoiding Joe like I had a gambling debt. Like it's, it would have just, oh, like, you just missed me, man. Oh, I'm so, I don't know what to tell you. It's like a mini Coney. Oh. This guy should be on suicide watch. And that's why I think it's Chris Kresser's fault. I think you guys are saying it's Joe's fault because he had the wool pulled over his eyes and he should have known. But we all fell into it. We thought this guy well, seemed Joe legit. had his own But hold eyes. on. We thought he was legit because he was on the Joe Rogan experience and the two of them had this fucking like jerk fest where they were both where there was and and again, I I really now don't like these episodes for that specific reason where there's a guy who's has no voice in the room at all and you guys are just poo-pooing, cackying all over him. It was terrible. There was no reason. There was no reason for Joe to have any sort of debunk of somebody else's film on his show. And then it also Especially made Especially after just watching it that so fresh. And it also made me think as good a mediator as Joe is, he wasn't very good in this one at putting aside his own like he should have come in and I'll, I'll give it to him. Like once he found out the acupuncture, you could, like I said, his chair slid over four feet. So he f- he figured it out. But I don't know. Man. Another major fly is also an anti-vaxer. Chris Cresser. Chris Cresser. <laughs> See, the more I find out about this guy, it's unbelievable. Let me ask you this: If you were a client of his. I'm just about to agree with you. I'm sorry, man. No, and I'm, that's what I'm... <laughs> um, please do. One of my notes in here is I truly, truly believe that this... this guy lost a this lot of his business. This is a game changer for this guy's Dude, livelihood. Dude, that, that's exactly what I said. I said this should be called game changer because this guy's losing his fucking I, life. I really think this ruins him. This was a terrible idea. It couldn't make eye contact. It proves him to you be... You didn't a, watch it, did you? No, I, couldn't, I want you to put clips on so I Are you an so expert? I no, I, it, I never said know? I was an expert. Well, do you know anything about this? Well, I'm not... T- Talking about that. Oh, let dude, me tell you this too. I, Hold on. So it's a UFC fighter, like a decent looking, like fit dude. And Chris Cresser's there in like a wrinkled button up collared shirt with his arms crossed. Can't make eye contact. Has like. Because he's a healthy omnivore. Has like real I, soft I, lips. Like it, I legitimately thought he was going to cry a couple of times. Like 100%. Legitimately. So him going through with all this is his fault. And we are here because of him. So I blame him. And and again, I think that if in the first place where he was on to do the debunk, if Joe hadn't have been so um, 
rah, 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 and had been a little more, okay, let's really get to the bottom of this, then there wouldn't have needed to be this debate because, you know, they, he wouldn't have been able to just, he really disparaged this guy, like, and, and really could have hurt with Joe's platform of millions of people. Like that can really hurt that guy's business. Well, I'll say this. The, Will the, I'll say this. the The movie was already released. It was on Netflix, so like they got, they made their money. They recouped their cash from the movie. I'm almost certain. If anything, as well, those two debunking it made a, put a lot of eyes on it. A lot of people probably went and watched. Fair enough. And then I will say this: it's not the kind of eyes on it that you want, where they they come in with a huge a bias, bias yeah. and then write you on Instagram like you're a fucking piece of shit. Which again, I don't even understand. If you don't want to live vegan. Who gives a fuck that this guy made a movie? Like, I- But even after all of this, like, I am still not sure. <laughs> I, I don't know what's, what's what. You know what I mean? Who is the one who's trying to do the cover up here? Is it meat or is it the other side? You know, do you know what I'm saying? I'll say this. I like, I don't think Cresser is smart enough to be part of a cover up. I think he's just some rube. So, no, right. I don't think he is either. And then... I got to give credit to the to Wilkes because you like the whole time he's sitting there going, I don't even fucking know why we're debating this. I'm a UFC fighter. You're an acupuncturist for all intents and purposes. Like, why don't we have some scientists on here debating? Like I had a team yeah. and he was like, you didn't want to bring on anyone. I was ready to bring on people that had shit ready to go. And like, you could tell with the way he's dude. He showed up with fucking slides, said he, and I believed he spent those hours that he said he, he did. He comes out on top huge. Well, that was the best when he's just like. Once they start into the vitamin B10. The B12. Oof, B12, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, he dude, categorically Simon, took every point and sh- shut it down. Simon, you didn't watch it. Like, you can see Joe when this, when the guy's like on a rant, kind of like his eyes like darting back to Cresser, kind of like. What are you going to do like, here, buddy? He's, dude, he's he's really got you on the ropes here. And he and, used the leading question always. Yeah, and I like, got... Do you you know this, right? Well, right? he was such a prick you'll, about you'll, it. He was such a prick right? about it, yeah. Because if you go this, boom! Well, what I was going to say was, there's a couple of times where he's just like, and you have no business reading any sort of data. The forest plot. Like, I don't know. The well, tr- the forest plot, but he he was pretty much categorically saying you are a charlatan sir and you have no business your whole job is to look through other people's data and extrapolate and you're not even good at and, it and and you have no business even doing it let alone being good at it well what's really crazy is that this guy spends the whole time politely and without saying it saying you're a fraud and you shouldn't have a business yep which is ironic because the guy who is the fraud was on just running this guy's name through the fucking mud. And this guy's actually on there saying, hey, uh, Joe, really appreciate you having me. Uh, really appreciate you letting me destroy you like Adam ruins everything. But thank you so much. Like, dude, I got to the point where I was like, I don't think this guy knows anything. I don't think this guy knows the bonobos are the monkeys that fuck. Like, I was like, Chris, this guy's a fucking. It's his fault. And it starts, so the ge- the debunk starts with them breaking down that whole gladiator thing. And I'm just like, yeah, that is bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then this guy comes on and right away he's just like. That's not what I said. 
yeah, that is not what I said. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, Simon, you're such an asshole because... Yeah, because we all bought in hook, line, and sinker. Without watching the movie. Of course. Like a fucking douchebag. But even then, know? I think you would have... I have a problem. The problem, too, is you would have had to have watched the movie before the debunk. Because if you listen to the debunk, you would have just watched sl- the movie and been like, this is all horseshit. I did exactly that. More, more to the point of how detrimental this could have been had this guy not come on to defend himself. So at least in Joe's defense. But I'll say this. He's getting accused by a wacko. I'll say this. He let that happen. Someone tagged us in their story thinking it was Joe, I think. And they were like, this vegan's all butthurt. So, I mean, there are some people that I think still watch this debate and thought that the vegan guy came off as like... When you go... I'll I'll read you. No way. When you go on on Reddit and read the, The the, the thread, it's like half and half. I don't know how. Well, of course, because it's vegan versus meat. But again, but hold on, I uh, listen. Even vegans, you would have to say this guy, or uh, I mean, even the meat eaters, listen, you would have to say. I eat meat. This is the weird thing for me. Is like I don't, <laughs> I don't really see how you would care so much anyway. I don't even think this guy was sitting there like. I wouldn't even call him anti-meat. He would just like he's like I think vegan is better. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I think he was very anti-meat. I think he was holding back that sentiment because that wouldn't have served him any good. I, maybe you might be right. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying this guy was smart enough to be able to read the room. Like you know what I mean? Unlike Chris Cresser, who I don't know how. Like just back to him coming on for this. Kamar's absolutely right. This guy is crazy. Thank like, you. He must have known he was a fraud and what he was saying was totally unjustified. That's, and then to come can't. back on. Yeah. <laughs> Where's to, the chandelier? Nice chandelier in here. It's pretty much like being in prison and, you know, walking out into the yard. Shank me with a shank me sign Pull on the his shoot. back. Pull the you shoot. Know? Get out. I, I honestly, like I, like I said, it felt like he was so deep in his own lie that he was like, I have to go back on. And I don't know what he, again, like he is a beta if I've ever seen one. And he was going to go in and debate this total alpha. Yeah, I don't know. And like, he seems like the kind of person that does not deal with <laughs> any sort of confrontation well at all. So why would you agree to go on this debate because he thought that him and Joe were going well, to I think tag that was it. Yeah. United guy. together. We are strong. And had he known that Joe was not going to be on his side, there was no way he was going to he go. He had no idea show. how prepared this guy was coming. He well, had no idea how prepared this guy was. He just talked shit on Twitter. And now we're here. It's and let's, fault. let's talk about the fact that poor Jamie, I mean, this was work. This was three and a half hours of work. He Slides. Was, he and was very he was, polite, though. He Jamie, was a TA. could you please pull this up? I hope you got extra. And notice who pulled up very few slides. Well, when you're busy Chris fucking dodging Presser. bullets, it's tough yeah. to keep your head about you. Well, you know what? Another interesting um, part of it was, was the whole smoking thing, because that was another thing they made a huge deal about on the debunk about how we compared eating meat to smoking and the guy's like that is not what i was doing like it's clear as day that i was saying the the same mechanism that they use to cover it up or to sway people in the media and it's the playbook i was talking about not like and as he's saying that i'm like yeah of course you know well and the real problem like it opened my eyes to a lot of not that my eyes were closed to it but it really you know he brought up the best point that like a lot of these studies that you hear people quoting 
are done by these companies that have names that for all intents and purposes sound super legit. Like, um, I don't know, the conglomerate for uh, America's sugar. Like, Industry-funded studies. That's it. It's industry-funded, but it has a name like, uh, you know, children for... Uh, yeah, corn or whatever, like something that makes it sound super An legit. Anagram, probably. Yes, yeah, it sounds super legit. It sounds on the up and up, and then you come to find out um, that it's just totally fucking fugazi. Well, I can't tell you. This was really an enlightening episode for me. That's why. I, listen, I, I said right off the bat, I'm so glad I actually hunkered down and listened to it on one of time. Of course, of course. Because I can't. I'm so glad we didn't veto it or take it off or anything like that. Because as awkward as it was, I'm telling you, Joe, I'm telling you from this point on, you're not going to see someone on there who doesn't have some sort of credentials. Who does? You know what I mean? No, it'll always, they'll always get through. Crazies are crazy. You think? Yeah, well, it keeps happening. Everyone. Do you think Chris Cresser ever goes back on? No, this no, will be no, his no, no, no. last time on. What I was going to say was, um, I, I can't. I, there are so many times when I'm out there quoting Rogan blindly and just like you know, cholesterol is good for you. Like they were telling you differently all along, which may be true. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I have no. Like, I don't know. I, I just know what I hear. And he has a whole bunch of people on who say the same thing. So I assume that that's right. Like, I, I'm not going to do that anymore. Because you can't. You, can't. you got to wait. You it's funny because it, I'm going to sit back. Chris Cresser. I mean, this really, you're right. This changes everything, man. Everything. Well, not everything. But well, it, no, but this is Chris Cresser get owned. It changes you my. want to get a clip. My or outlook. vegan destroys maniac or whatever you want to call and it got so awkward too when he was like he asked joe like am i do how am i doing am i doing pretty good and joe t- dude joe looks at cresser for a second and then looks back at me goes yeah man you're doing you're doing pretty good you're you're killing this Did and I, I was like i was like this could not be any more awkward so that's three points joe three points we've agreed on right right well that's, that's what i that's agreed what on. i was, it was saying a demand, like this battling. guy was so calculated all of that by him doing that that's all psychologically breaking down cresser um strengthening his point like it, well, you could tell he was he a was fighter br- he was brilliant he oh. just came with this shit together man. Br- brilliant in the way that he came in with a purpose and was able to absolutely execute what he wanted to 100 percent but like I said too, there even was, with a British fucking accent, there was something to be said about him. You know, also Leicester. Sorry, it's Leicester. Leicester. Um, it's there's something to be said too about him being like neither of us should be debating this. We're just fucking guys. You, especially, are just some guy. I take it level. No one should be debating this because it comes down to people's bodies. And I never thought I would hear someone say you don't even know how to read a forest plot and be like, yeah. Because like I was like, what is he talking about? Do you what? know how to read a forest plot? F- no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just, just want to make sure our qualifications. No, but it, Simon, it, do you? Simon, Kamar, it felt like if Cresser had looked at him and been like, do you know how to read one? He would have been like, no, I fucking don't. You oh. know what I mean? Like, if he was humble yet informed, like he was on one because he was defending his work, like he just destroyed him. And, and going in thinking... It might be an interesting debate and we'll get to the bottom of something. I did not know I'd go in watching a man be destroyed. And I mean, listen, Joe in the next two episodes says in both of them, like, oh, the vegan guy won the debate. Hands down. No, like, t- no standing 10 count. 
Yeah, but it, it's crazy, man. Even in my notes, like I'm for the first six pages, I'm pro Cresser. And then I can see the shift happen, you know, because at the beginning, um, at the beginning of that debate, I'm going in thinking Cresser is right from the previous podcast. And this guy, James Wilk, is, is some crazy vegan who's trying to defend all these uh, points expectations but then when they start talking about um you know the 84 percent plus the 16 and right around there i was like okay this is this is ridiculous you know what i mean but right after everyone's just that, framing an argument exactly right after that is kind of where he starts running away with this thing right? but he has this uh, quiet calm I know my facts and I'm unprepared, which turns into, I know nothing. Oh. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. I've made a huge, huge. mistake. <laughs> well, huge and mistake. at one point um, he says, and Chris just makes up standards. And uh, Joe's like, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, the standard given out by the whatever council is this at 20% and he has it at 45%. And He's like, well, why do you do that, Chris? He's like, well, that's how I deem it to be. I was just like, wow, this is this is exactly what we're dealing with here. He is literally just making things up. But I just love how he makes him say uncle all the time. Like, you would agree then, right, Chris? You would have to agree with this? He did. And he'd be like, yes, I, everything brilliant. up there. Chris Cresser did no one any favors. That's but why I, this but is I, what The problem with this whole thing now is I'm like, okay, should I be eating meat? Like... Because they said omnivore is the best. That's what Chris and Joe were pre... But we now know that this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, so... Try something out, but everyone's body's different. Someone probably eats meat. Someone probably eats more vegetables. Someone eats a little bit of both. No, but what I'm saying Don't is... Don't eat junk food. forever was demonized, okay? Don't eat too much red meat. It is not good for you. Since I've started listening to Joe Rogan the past whatever many years... It's been, no, meat is actually good for you. Don't worry about red meat as, as long as you're not getting it from like these weird processed places. Yeah. Red meat is good for you. Is it though? Because now- the, the best meat is like elk meat or, or wild meat. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But they were saying any red meat, the misconception was that it was bad for your heart. That's not the case, but- is it like yeah. I don't know what to think anymore. excess of anything, but just start eating vegetables. <sighs> you're missing my point. <laughs> oh, your, your point is you're scared about eating meat. No, my point is what's true and what's not. I'm you not, survive and then you die. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah, but that, this was, I was trying to get to this point earlier was like, I think we're at the point now where there's so many different specialists and so many different researchers and they all interpret the data differently they all read it differently so like it really simon just i think at the end of the day we're at a point now where unfortunately like whatever you feel is right is right of course like it's the trump era i know it sounds crazy but like whatever you truly believe like that's you know it's the simulation whatever you think is the way to go un oddly enough is just the way to go maybe well i'm just saying that's what i got from this was just like Everyone reads, everyone can look at a paper with numbers on it, apparently now, and go, I see this differently. Like, it looked like these two guys were looking Frame at argument. a lot of the same stuff and just going, well, no, I see it as this. And 
we see it all the time on Joe Rogan where it's like, you know, well, I I think it's, you know, I mean, your your boy Hancock is the perfect example of like, you know, that's what I'm talking about. It's just, the, oh, well, you believe what you've been fed. And then it's, you know, someone else saying, well, no, I'm reading this differently. I, I don't know. Until I don't know. comes with proof like Wilkes did and just shuts it down. I mean, again, I, I'm reserving judgment because like he said, neither of them are experts. So. And the worst part is I don't fucking care. So, Joe, please don't have two experts on to debate this for three more hours because I don't Ever fucking again. care. Yeah. I mean, I would like to know really what the consensus is from the world. There can't be a consensus because everyone's different. I mean, that's what I'm... From the leading experts in the field. But, Simon, I, I think know. the problem is exactly what Kamar is saying. He could bring on the two leading experts. One of them could be a vegan, and one of them could eat meat, and they could both be living a healthy lifestyle, and then both, therefore, be like, I feel great, I'm 57, I do... You know what I mean? And, and therefore, they're both not wrong. Yeah, fair enough. But in right now, I've only got the opinions of two people who obviously well one guy who knows what he's talking about and one guy who doesn't that that's what i'm saying i don't we thought chris kresser was that expert who was giving us that point of view sure but i guess what i'm saying is like you're sitting there like this one guy knows what he's talking about i mean we don't necessarily know that he also was reading the data and he was yep. he was just a better debater yep. so again we're going off of this guy crushed him in the debate therefore it seems like he's more right but like you like you just said we don't know. We're back to fucking square yeah, one. You're so. absolutely right. He won this debate because he out-talked that guy. I really don't know what the truth is. And then there's your will to want to be right, which sure. will battle facts in your face. You know sure. what I mean? I mean, again, I'll, I'll use, uh, I hate to use him because he's been disgraced since, but who was that um, astrophysicist? Lawrence Krauss. Was that his name? Yep. So he, I heard him, he was on Joe Rogan and he was talking about um, why he doesn't like debates. And he was like, the, the problem with debates is if you're funny, you tend to come out looking like you're on top because just because you've gotten laughs out of the room, it might seem to the layman like, oh, well, I like that guy better. He it's made me laugh. Yeah, so you might have won the debate, but you might have won it on bullshit, on just your, on your charm. or Sure, exactly. So the whole problem with the debate right there, especially with Joe as a moderator, and I think that's the biggest problem is that Joe also isn't an expert. You would have really needed an expert moderator to sit there and go, hold on, that data is actually in, in you know, and extrapolated. And very biased towards the meat. Well, again, it's tough because it seemed like he was, but at like an hour 26 into this, like I said, Jamie was probably like, whoa, Joe really moved down the table. I mean, it was... Yeah, yeah. If only James was a bit funnier. Well, yeah. I mean, he would have fucking demolished him and then. the whole peanut butter thing like he just dist- he he really showed you how much chris was deceiving at that point because why is he deceiving he's no i think in that, denial i think that was because that was that was kind of ridiculous the whole i actually kind thing. of agree with kamar on this one i think it was more just him being so um just in belief of his own shit. Right. You don't think he's evil. You think he's misguided. If you look That's at the it. data yeah. the way you're, I look at it. I, I think it, you're correct. I don't think up. he's evil. Like, either. I mean, think about it. Just think about it. We're sitting here talking about, and it, I'm not joking. It might've been a 20 minute section of the argument where they talked about nothing but peanut butter sandwich, how much peanut butter went on it. And like, again, I mean, 
you could tell he was losing the battle also because he was then like, well, I was talking about white bread. And he's like, why are you talking about white bread? I just sat here and said, I use whole wheat. So it has this immediately. We're over here and you're throwing it back to a place where it doesn't have to be at all. No, Every dirty handed kind of trick that you could use to debunk it. He ended up using and yeah, it's, the whole thing was so fucking surreal almost. Very important to listen to. Dude, you could tell that this guy doesn't win a single argument with his wife. Like, she dominates that. It's it's probably an ugly, ugly household. Because he's the the least healthy person in the room. So, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to take advice for someone, at least have something to show for it. But he's weak and like... I will be interested to see if Joe kind of has like an introspective moment about this where he... I'm telling you. Talks about it. I don't think he'll talk about it. And says... We got to start being more careful about the same kind of thing we're doing, you know? No, I'm telling you, Joe went home, gave the missus the business, and the pillow talk revolved around. He was like, some weird shit happened at work today, and I think I really got to look deeper into, just a little bit deeper into who I bring on and what. Because again, I think he realizes, like, it's dangerous, the platform that he has. It was a knee-jerk reaction. It was. Chris Kresser... It was like his go-to guy for this fucking um, omnivore diet balance. You know what I mean? He, he's he been on... I think he's been on more than four times before this. I thought he had been on okay. like six times. So that's enough time to find out he's a anti-vaxxer acupuncturist. Well, I was going to say... How did Joe not know he was an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that sort of should preclude you from the debate. Since you already fucked up on another point that Well see Simon, that's the other thing. Now don't that think I, debatable. Now that's now that I find out he's an anti vaxxer, I actually probably think he he probably didn't lose a lot of uh he probably didn't lose a lot of business because those people probably just buy into his his bullshit anyway. I mean I, I I I think he I think he I think I really truly believe that this ruins him because if you're a client of his for nutrition I don't know how you can go in there and believe a goddamn thing this guy says anymore. I agree with you. There may be a cottage industry of going back through his work, though, and exposing how fucking full of shit it was. Like, Just debunking totally all... That's what James Wilkes should do for the he's rest probably, of his Are you career. talking about that's what he's doing right Just now? Just go back and debunk all of Chris Gresser's shit. Uh, there's this guy uh, someone showed me on YouTube. <coughs> uh, you know the Dark Knight Rises movies? Yeah. They're really bad. I've watched them a couple times. What? So, like, you think the so, jo- the one with the Joker is bad? He's good, but the actual the timeline stuff at the end, how stuff works out, is like so ridiculous. Especially the last one. And there's this guy that goes in and gives the pitch to a guy about everything exactly that happens in the movie, and it's like a five minute thing, and it's just like all the plot points and all the stupid things that are. He even does it on some like better movies but it's not as good when it's like glaring stuff like did you see the one with bane yeah he like breaks his back and in a month bane turns the city to chaos and this guy fixes his back like it's just ridiculous you know it's what i mean it's a fucking batman movie like <laughs> no that and the way that like um who's michael kane in the movie alfred. alfred alfred is like bane he's stronger than anyone He's like it's That's just bang on Michael Caine. Is it? Is it, it's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. So in, in the just the thing of debunking is, is a cottage. 
debunking is a is an industry now, and um, yeah. as we've learned with social media stuff, if you s- preach to someone's choir, they're going to listen like it's gospel. Yeah, I'm afraid to. Uh, after all of this, we were just so harsh on Chris Cresser that I'm like, oh shit, maybe I'm being swayed too far the other side. But judging from his voice, from what I could hear of what was going on, he was Watch it. He was so defeated. Yeah, he, 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 there's JR clips. Just you can see anything. It's just it's just a broken man looking away. No eye contact. Oh, dude, he looked like a balloon that was just slowly losing air. I'm gonna go the three back hours. and just uh, fast forward through it so I can watch and see what's going it'd on. It'd be it'd be a good one for like the Simpsons or the Family Guy. We did it, and this is where Chris Cresser. Oh, dude, broke his heart. If anybody knew who the fuck Chris Cresser was, he looked like a wet bag of laundry by the end. Like that's that's what he's got to hope that he's got into obscurity. Nice works quietly works. with it. Like this seemed like a uh, almost a scandal. <laughs> But how many people really are aware of it? Like, if you were to tell someone, well, here's knew, my other thing: if what are you talking about? I I'm fairly certain that the numbers on this episode will probably be pretty low anyway. Because if you listen to that Cresser episode, you're probably like, I don't give two shits. Like, it, if our listeners, if a few of our listeners were like, don't even bother with this, we we give you the pass. That means they probably didn't want to listen to it. Although I, I'm telling you, you owe it to yourself to watch all three and a half hours of this. Uh, I, I, he started halfway through, I think. I mean, d- d- if you really want to watch no, you the have whole to, I train think you wreck, need to... Because to, by the end, it's just, To get the full To Joe understand the scope of what's going you on. Know, you got to hear That's the whole fair. thing. That's yeah. fair. And you kind of have to hear the debunk as well to really understand how hard in the paint this guy went to destroy this fucking movie. Well, what I said earlier is I watch Game Changers. Then yeah. listen to this yeah. right away, and then listen, um, not this one, to the, the initial debunk, and went out into the world with confidence that but I knew was, something. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, man. And, uh, yeah. I, like, I'm embarrassed. Embarrassed. So it's, it's all Chris Cresser's fault. Or you can go big, big, big macro, and it's Joe for having a podcast. But we don't want to go <laughs> Fuck this guy. Joe for being alive. Yeah, How about that? Definitely Chris Joe's fault for being alive. Unanimous. Yeah. All right, you guys so let's, uh, let's rate it. It's going to be a tough one to rate because I... You guys go ahead first. I give, it, I give it a three and a half, man, because it was just a dismantling. like And... I went into it thinking this guy's going to get owned and he just owned. I'm glad I listened to it. I learned that uh, I'm quick to judge on one person's say. And I didn't even know this guy was an anti-faxer. I'm going to give this a 1.5. Wow. See, yeah. It's weird. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm, a very difficult. I'm going to give this episode a 1.5. Okay. Weird. Yeah. I'd like you to break that down for us. If you don't mind. I just, I, I, to me, it was an important episode, okay. like internally, but I don't think it's an interesting episode for anybody to listen to, really. I, I just, but that's I would have given it much lower. Like, I feel like the one, maybe a two, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I can't, I can't give it a four. I can't give it a three. No, but I think you could give it a three with a, an asterisk saying, you know, I don't think you should waste your time listening to it. But as far as what I, because like, I actually got a lot out of it. Yeah. As far as like learning yep. about 
people and how we all oh, kind of yeah. think and yeah. get it was a learning experience. You're right. Man. You're right. I, I, you know what? I'm changing it. I'm going to give this a 3.5. It's going to fuck up my whole week. And I'm but gonna again, we're going to rate it after. So end. that's why yeah. I'm already thinking about that too. It's I, fine. It's just my baby. Why we do this, boys? 3.5. I also, oddly enough, am going to settle on a 3.5 um, for the reasons that I just mentioned. I yeah. think I, I was expecting the worst, which is a terrible way to go in. You know, we already knew it was, we were dreading it for a oh, week. Oh, it was the worst. I mean, it was, for but Chris it was, Gresser. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so fucking interesting. So, I mean, and uh, final thoughts on either of the two of them or both Kamar. Well, anyone who's a successful mixed martial artist is better person than me. So fuck whatever works for him. Chris Cresser though, bro. I mean, this is the thing. I don't wish, you know, I don't want this guy to lose his, like, I don't want to say his livelihood because if he's, I don't know what to say. Well, I don't do these anyway, so I'm just going to let it go. No. Yeah. I think James Wilkes was great coming on and defending himself. And Chris Kresser, like, I, I he, see, he also seems like a nice guy. And come to think of it, I think that you guys were right when he's just misguided. He he really believes what he was doing was right. It's the George and he, Costanza. And he was, like, doing a favor to the world by showing that this movie was propaganda. Like, everybody's just confused. But I, I guess here's my weird thing is like he just in closing, he goes really hard. And I don't think like I don't think there was a need for it necessarily. Like a vegan lifestyle isn't I, I understand what they're saying. Like you probably, you know, a kid, if it's not done properly, you're going to hurt a kid's growth. But if you're an adult and you want to live a vegan lifestyle, I understand. I think this is the big takeaway. Chris Cresser is concerned that people that are switching over to vegan aren't doing it properly. I think that's the big takeaway. If you want to take a positive from what he was doing, that's what we got to was, and, and Wilkes agreed with it. He was like, I agree with you that most people who have been eating meat for 30 years to switch over instantly, you know, if you're not doing it properly, you're probably not going to get all the right nutrients, this, that, and the next. I'll, I mean, I'll give him that, but it, I mean, this, you know, it was a, it was a very weird, very weird, interesting, enlightening episode, man. Yeah, very interesting. Um, that being said, we're going to pay some bills real quick, and we will be right back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bow Design Agency. Bow Design is a full-service design agency specializing in branding as well as exhibit design. They'll even design your entire restaurant or office because they can do that too. Bow Design Agency has over two decades of award-winning experience, and unlike other agencies, they'll not only handle the design, but they'll take care of the fabrication and installation for whatever size project you have in mind. Take your business to the next level today by consulting with Bow Design Agency and let them do the rest. Now, we'd like to give a big shout out to Bow personally, uh, because they're the reason that we have an awesome new logo. Uh, we couldn't have found them easier to work with, and we found that they went above and beyond to create the highest quality product. As I'm sure you can see, there is no better logo than ours. Uh, and we'd like to shout out Bow Design for that. Uh, go check out their new website, bowdesign.ca, to check out their portfolio and get in touch with them. That's Bow Design, B-O-U-W, Design. If you don't know how to spell design, you're in trouble. And uh, Bow Design on Instagram. Uh, you can find them at, at Bow Design to uh, keep up with all the great work they produce. So again, we want to give them a big shout out. They are the reason that we have our logo. Uh, we love it. Uh, go check them out. That's bowdesign.ca.
All right, we're back. 1394, Matthew Farah. Uh, I mean, again, you know, I was like, this fucking terrible week just keeps on coming. A car guy. Keeps on giving. Yeah, but I I didn't, uh, at the end of the day, I didn't hate this. Well, the first hour and 20 minutes is just boring as shit. But when you're listening on times two, that's like 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> that's right. I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying I is I... Uh, and then finally he was done with cars and... Went right on to watches, and I was just like, come on! In the beginning. Yeah. Well, after he was done with cars at around 110, I had, spent 20 minutes on watches. I had no idea who this guy was, but he's a big YouTube guy. But his videos are very um, do-it-yourself. He's not, he's not high production, and he's very popular. He did not care for Tesla. That was the most interesting part of the fucking episode. Yes. And again... With that box. Again, I got to say, um, talk about a guy taking the blinders off. Because like, I read a bunch of articles last year that spoke about how Elon Musk was like a big pyramid scheme and Tesla itself was. And there's something to that. Well, you know how the only way to make a pyramid scheme truly work is you need to have a charismatic person selling the product to everyone who's going to sell it. And they brought up some, uh, they brought up in the article, they brought up some guy in Brazil that propped up, um, whether it was the oil market or the gold market, I can't remember. And it ended up crashing the economy. This Mm -hmm. guy single-handedly, and he was a very Elon Musk-esque guy where he had all these grandiose ideas, but never, nothing ever came to fruition. And, well, I thought the statement of <coughs> Tesla me. is a car company that operates as a tech, a company. tech company was a very um, kind of eye-opening statement to me. And the idea of, so he comes out, he says, this is what we're going to make, this stupid looking box truck. Um, give me $50,000 and we'll reserve you one. $50. Or no, that's 100 for the truck. It's just a $100 reservation well, fee. Well, it was 50,000 the roadster. Some, sorry. Okay. So yeah, let's yeah. let's take the roadster. Sure. 50,000. Yep. Basically what he's doing is he's just doing a Kickstarter for all of his cars. And, and it's worked, and, and it's worked and thus far. And who else what other car company operates like that? But it's different Nobody. because but hold on, there's a difference because when you go to Kickstarter, there's certain things implemented where like if the company doesn't end up doing the thing, you get your money back. Or if it's, you know what it is, like, this is different. They're saying to you, give us $50,000 and you will have your product within. And they're not, dude, there's, there's plenty of people suing Tesla right now. Because they're like, I want my 50 grand back. It's been a year and a half. And I don't think I'm getting my car. And I mean. But my point was, he's able to get all the capital he needs to make it happen without ever producing anything. <laughs> it's a it's a brilliant way to do it. Well, if you actually make the if you end up making the car, it is. If you end up making the car, I'm maybe not so angry about it. But like he said, you're a billionaire. Your company has billions of dollars. Why do you need the cash up front? You're not some struggling. It's a loan. Interest free loan. 
Like you think you, if this is exactly two, what I'm saying. He had two hundred thousand orders for that. I truck. know, and that's what I'm saying. So that's two million dollars he just got. I know. This is exactly what I'm saying. Well, it's I mean, like, I'm, that's how we operate. Is it is it illegal? Well, my point is, it should be companies. Yes, companies. I'll give I'll give the best example I can think of off the top of my head. EA Sports. EA Sports is constantly like, why don't you give us money three months before the game comes out? Why don't you, you should pay for it three months before the game comes out. And then when the game does come out, you've pre-ordered it and there's, it's full of problems. They're like, well, it's not ready yet. We're sorry. Give us a month and but we'll have figured it why out. Why does anybody pre-order it? Matt? It's in the game. Because they give you like free, you know, whatever packs or free this or that. I mean, in, in, at the end of the day, you know that they're not really giving you anything. They're just like you said, they're cooking the books early in the summer for a game that comes out in the fourth quarter. And, but again, my point, Simon is a lot like Tesla, they control everything and they're saying, and it's nuts. Cause look at any game on the EA sports roster. It only has a one year shelf life for the most part. You're going to buy the next FIFA, the next Madden, the next whatever. So it has one year. And when, when they release the game and it takes them two months to then fix it so that it's working, you then only have a game for nine months that they wanted you to pay for three months early. It's fucking insane. It, it, yeah, they hold all the cards. I know. I don't know how they're they allowed to do it. They hold you over yeah. the fire. And again, I listen, I'll say this. He, I think he's right in the sense that you can leverage it to a bank where you can go to them and say, look, we have 200,000 people that have given us $100 and then the bank will loan you a billion. I understand that. And if you're doing it that way, fine. That's how business works. These companies all take out massive loans. and. But I mean, it's it, it reminds me of the mob like taking interest-free loans from the, uh, like in the Irishman, from the uh, retirement funds. Because that's what they were doing. They had this big retirement fund and the mob would go in and say, we need $2 million. We need a $2 million loan, but we don't want to pay any interest on it. And they would just take it out of the retirement fund. And that was kind of how, it just seems crazy. Or from the Teamsters pension. That's what I'm saying, from the pensions, yeah. Um, I, I guess it's like he's a, gambler always but i mean i hope he pulls this truck off and i hope it exists i think it's rad if everything he says it could do it can do listen i i want to like elon musk i want him to not turn out to be the monorail salesman in the simpsons i think you have to be a bit to be these guys maybe well what was the point uh, i mean I, I guess it's a silly way to look at it but you know, you have this guy, Elon, and he's makes this car company, electric cars, and this has to be done. And everybody, you know, is buying on to it because it's for the social good of the world and blah, blah, blah. But if you just stopped cruise liners from being a thing. Oh, yeah. They, well, you would like okay, that but, makes that pale. It's sure, like. A, but my I, the point is this. This is the real point. You can't. I, I get. I get that point and it makes total sense. But if you're one person in the world with $3 billion, your money is far better spent trying to start a company that is ecologically friendly than trying to stop massive companies that have been around forever operating. You know what I mean? You're just throwing your money into the fire at that point, trying to stop cruise liners or cargo ships. Get the fuck out of here. Cargo ships, first of all, are how everything gets moved. Oh no, cargo ships are I I that is essential. 
A hundred percent. It is what makes it is the lifeblood of the world economy run. Yes, that's, I'm, that's not. I'm talking about cruise ships. I understand. Totally not essential. Done only for pleasure. Yeah, and they make so much pollution. They're double burned too, eh? And they're a double. They're burn. just fucking over the ocean and the air, as Joe thinks they're two separate things. Well, there's also no. They did a big. Uh, who's that guy? Hassan Minaj is that his name? Hassan Minaj, whatever the guy that has the Patriot Act on Netflix. Yeah, he did an episode about cruise ships and like, I don't know if you know this, but once they get out into international waters, there's really no rules. Like they dump, they dump all their shit. All their waste. All of it. Yep. They just dump it into the ocean. Dude. Not to mention when they're in port, you can't shut the engines down. The whole... It's it's senseless. It, it's horrible for the environment. Just like Kamar said, it's totally killing these creatures that we need. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's... Just... Yeah. Where are the electromagnetic trains? Have you seen those? Yes. The float? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't help... Getting across oceans per se, no, but, no, but it, it does help. It helps like, a lot, Kamar. Think about it. Yeah, if you, okay, it does help a lot. Like what? If you going put on? one in from Quebec City to Windsor, the amount of cars that drive that stretch, like you would, if you can cut down just cars on the road on that stretch or any busy stretch, like the I ninety five that goes down the eastern seaboard. If you could get a fucking monorail, a 600 kilometer an hour yeah, well, rail they're getting, system. They're getting fastest planes. That's what they're saying. That's what I'm saying. And you don't have to fucking wait. Like if I have the choice, between, I know Simon, if you have a choice between a plane or a train that goes 600 kilometers an hour and you can get to your destination in the same time without having to wait in the bullshit, I know Simon's taking the train. I, I feel though like even if someone today was like, that's it, we're doing this. We've got this cold fusion technology. It's going to be perfect. It still would take 20 years from, say, today for it to be up and running. Look at what happened with like our own public transit. Like it's Yeah, well, I mean, change. Such a big undertaking to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, the problem with infrastructure is it costs a ton to fucking to change everything. Another thing, another thing this guy said was about how... Um, I, I completely forgot my thought. <laughs> but, okay, let me help you out. Um, <coughs> as soon as the like car that. stuff and the watch stuff ends, things start to get interesting. Oh, yeah, well, we get an Epstein. Right. So he oh, just comes go. right out and he says, how about Epstein? And I just want to bring something up, okay? So have you noticed now that um, the meme has died? There, nobody's doing the Epstein mm-hmm, meme mm-hmm. anymore. And he's dropped off of the conversation. Like, this is really... How our shit works, man. This is how the world works. Unless it's on social media, nobody fucking cares. But if the president does it, everyone cares. That's what I find strange. The that president? Th- that this can't get, Well, every single thing Donald Trump has done has been under so scrutiny that he's getting well, fired now. Because that's the <laughs> only thing that drives, let's call it pedestrian media, okay? Old school television. It's all politics. Hold on. You just brought up a great fucking point. How has Trump not been all fucking over this? Like, how has he not been driving this home? Like, it's anti-Hillary. Epstein. Because I think that I don't that think you want to be near it. I don't think that he's totally clean, uh, Trump. And I don't think that he wants to poke the hornet's nest. Actually, at, yeah, they have so photos of him and Epstein. and him, Yeah. So I just... I think he's better served just, just letting yeah, himself. Yeah, no, that makes know? sense. Yeah, he's definitely dirty in that. Yeah. But, 
but here's the thing. If Trump is the shining knight, the there to buck the system, that whole discussion we had last week, then he would be pushing hard on the Epstein. So if if there isn't some sort of resolution, meaning somebody gets taken to trial in the end of all of this. Oh, hold on. Two people are going to trial. The, the guards. The prison guards. Yeah, fuck that shit. All, all I'm saying is this will kind of prove to us whether Trump is who he says he is. Because if nothing comes of this Epstein, then I think Trump is not the righteous player he claims to the, be. The only way it could come up is if... Uh, like, did you guys see Hillary was on Howard Stern? No, no, it was really bad. What? Well, it makes Howard Stern look really but bad. But what do you mean? What Hillary was? When was this? Like uh, two weeks ago, and she was talking about how Bernie's maybe compromised with the Russians. Like she is, she's talking about her own party. Like it's crazy what she's doing. So if she's gearing to just cut off one of the ankles and go back into the race, maybe pulls out the Epstein bomb. Then I mean, I'm, I'm just. Just so as a, as a, a hail mary, a lot of things have to happen to get to that point. So Howard Stern then is just like a player. Oh, in, in the, the pocket, in the yeah, pocket. That's crazy. They were laughing at Bernie. They're like, he wants to give people like free chocolate milk. Just, I have no problem with people making fun of Bernie. Like he is open. policy. His policies. No, if you want to make fun of him, that's fine by me too. But you can't have Hillary on. What is the point of having Hillary on? She's Ratings. not. She's not in the discussion. Unless he brought her on to take her down, or unless he brought her on because she was going to announce her candidacy or something. Ratings. Can- oh, candidacy. She did not do that. But as he, I don't know if he pursued her anyways. Wow. That's where the Epstein thing lies. Where does it lie? I don't know. Who knows what? I don't know. I don't know where it lies. Like you said, it's done. The memes are dead. You look crazy now. So what's going to bring it back into play? What are we looking for? Well, the biggest question is that Giselle Maxwell, she's just like not questioned by authorities. So maybe. Best friend for 20 years? You probably don't know anything. Maybe when when she turns up dead. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. uh, I want to say this. It's not dead, though, because I saw, and I hate to fucking, I hate to give him some dap, but like I saw Lindsey Graham this week grilling um some woman who works in the fbi being like what the fuck is going on with these epstein investigations why has nothing happened who's in charge and where like and i hate lindsey graham i think he's a terrible person but he was and there was another senator or he was a whatever either way this other guy was on them fucking hard i mean maybe you're right matt but for a second there it was Things move slower. Top of the town, you know. You have to realize this, Simon. If you're in, if you're in Washington and you're clean of this, you definitely want to push this home as hard as you can. You definitely want answers, especially if you think it's as deep. I would think so. If I was like somebody like Tulsi, I would be pushing fucking so hard on this. This would be great traction for her. It hasn't caught the public consciousness. That's what I feel. You know what I mean? It is. But that's what I'm saying. So how about there's a debate and Tulsi gives her whole speech and then says, and Epstein didn't kill himself. You don't think that would like uh, make some news stations? I, I, I see it. That's really funny, of actually. Andrew Yang's mouth. 
Anybody, he'll do anything. Anybody. <laughs> Did you see him spraying the whipped cream yeah. in people's mouths? That was fucking weird. He'll yeah. yell out, Epstein didn't kill himself! Yay, gay! You know what's Did, weird? It wasn't just... It wasn't so much like... I mean, it was weird for sure, but it was like the... He was like, ha 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 ha! Like, that it was, was the weird it was part. super creepy. <laughs> and then his aide... Yeah, his aide like, pulls okay, maybe we don't make cum like, shot yeah, gifts like, real quick here, Andrew. Oh, <laughs> do you have any idea what you're doing? Yeah, you know you're running for president, right? You probably shouldn't be spraying whipped cream into a man's mouth who's on his knees. That's something Biden would do. But I think it's the way... But he'd do it to a kid. These With his dick. This political oh, fucking... Cam- I'm sorry. <laughs> this political campaigning thing is just like... You lose your mind. These people just talk to so many people and like, oh, there's no way they have time for a podcast. They're just... I feel like, Kamar, it's go, like go, you, go, it's go, like go, you go. playing two sets where the second set, you're like, did I already do this joke? Three sets, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the more like they're like, did I already say this? I mean, that's the only reason I Joe Biden's probably all right. He's just doing it too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? But let's say that you um, went out into the street and gunned down a bunch of people. Okay. I have, I really like this hypothetical. I have no doubt that they would be able to use cameras to retrace your steps to find out what went down just in this whole world of cctv and stop hold on i can i'll 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 raise you one vilnive in the next episode says he was in a remote camp in alaska and people on reddit geolocated him okay so there you go so my point is if amateur redditors my point is they would be able to, I mean, I don't know a lot, but from what I do know from Law & Order, they're able to configure those cameras to get you down to you tying your shoes. And yet, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, but if you're in prison, there's, you know, and the cameras are off, then there's no other CCTV. It's not like, it's not like in, it's not like out in the street now where, dude, this is, I, I read this article the other day, they can... Um, using the Nest Hubs, you know how people have the doorbell with the camera? In the States, apparently so many people have them that they can triangulate pretty much everyone using just the Google Nest Hubs. It's like Black Mirror. It's crazy. But my point was that the cameras are never off. I understand. Well, we we beat this to death. I understand. No, I think it's an important point because... It's evidence. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's obviously the biggest evidence. I mean, it's not the biggest, but it's pretty big evidence of a conspiracy. But, you know, there's no one getting like how the two guards are the only people getting fucking is crazy. What I like that Matt Farah tied it into uh, suspicions about Anthony Bourdain's suicide. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, how is heroin yeah. addicts trying to get their, their rocks off? Well, yes. And Joe yeah. is confused about it. He didn't know what to think. Well, no, I, I don't think that. Well, Joe, again, kind of like the game changer was just like, no, that doesn't sound right about Bourdain. Well, yeah. can I, I? I don't like to do this. Okay. But because I, I really thought that there was a 0% chance that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. But the guy was a pretty sick fuck. I guess there is like maybe some percent of a chance that he was doing autoerotic asphyxiation. Just trying to get through the night. Trying to get and that high of fucking, the guards to give that him some feeling privacy. he got from, you know, touching little kids or whatever got, you know what I'm saying? I still think there's like a 25 to 30% chance he killed himself. And again, I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> he had 
like I just don't think he had a lot going for him. Wow. I th- and and I think this is the thing too. If you're two guards and you're like this guy ran a pedophile ring, those are the kind of people they let kill themselves. Like if you're just two guards who don't know who Epstein is, you know what I mean? You don't know any better. He's just another fucking child fucker. And he's going to hang himself? Maybe no, you're like, no, I'm just going to no. take a long lunch. I just don't think so. Listen, I just, I, you have to reserve. I reserve 0%, but now with this whole audio, uh, audio, this whole I can't believe auto, the auto asphyxiation thing is what's. I'm willing to give it a couple of percentage points. But zero on the idea that this guy offed himself because he had a shitty life. No, no I, this I don't is, This is what happened. Fair enough. He went to the guards. He said, I want to jerk off and choke myself. But could you please turn off the cameras? Because if I die, that'd be really embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. that, that all makes sense. Then. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, that, you, you nailed that one. Um, Jamie then brought up a very interesting little tidbit about this guy, Snedley butler yeah the guy who, there. who knew about 600 soldiers who were planning to overthrow fdr it's very um there's some shit that goes down that we just have zero inkling of you and know it, in, in any facet it like the discussion that would have started meat, a civil war meat or vegan or like timelines of ancient civilizations uh corruption the government everything makes you question everything just a little bit more Everything makes you, you should be questioning everything at this point because. Sometimes you just got to not think about stuff though. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I just think that in the next couple of years, because of the internet, because of this massive onslaught of information, we're just going to more and more things will become revealed and then they become normal you know but i uh, see that that word you use right there there is no normal they become accepted i i don't think that even happens like how we don't accept snapchat you know we drew a line at some apps or whatever i don't even know how i'm lost in tiktok i think you're going <laughs> every to generation be, like, i think you're going to see that it's weird how when aliens are here and we accept that they exist, how more people are just like, yeah, okay, you know, I'm okay with that. Life goes on, blah, blah, blah. That's what people do. They're, we're accustomed to accept things. I think 10 years from now, people who are 30, when you hear what they think, you're going to go, this is not normal, but they're going to be, or whatever. You, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, part of getting old is thinking things aren't normal. It's a weird thing, like, you outgrow life. Life doesn't, it just keeps going on. And what, what the new norm is like, that's not normal. I mean, we, your standards of anything. Well, it's the same way some when you hear kids talk, you're like, these fucking kids and their stupid lingo. The same way when we were 20, 35 year olds are like, these fucking stupid kids and their dumb lingo. 100%, 100%. But there are many questions that are universal. Do you know what I mean? Regardless of what your lingo is. But hold on, that's where you're wrong. Because we find out in the next episode that some people truly are just out there not knowing shit, not giving a fuck. And it doesn't look like they cheat some well. well no, but yeah. no, but you know what I mean, Simon? Like, I know it sounds crazy to us, but there really, I think there are people out there. I don't want to say with their heads in the sand. I mean, life is probably easier when you just go through it, not knowing when election day is, not giving up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Don't care. Like, for instance, for instance, uh, Juice World just died this morning. The rapper. Oh, what? Yeah. 
All right, that's why you're talking about yeah. it. Gotcha. You know who he is, man? And I'm yeah. telling it's you, rap battle if you're on Twitter, it's the biggest thing in the world right How now How did he on die? Twitter. Uh, from, um, Auto-erotic <laughs> Good one, Simon. No, he had a seizure at the airport, oh. getting off a plane. Jesus. But, uh, but like, Simon was like, just who? And I'm like, no, this is- He battled Eminem. This is a really big deal. Yeah. And it's it's normal to know about Juice World, or if there was a normal, you know what I mean. I was talking more like some, you know, some things that are a little more universal than Juice World. Well, there's there's crazy conspiracies now that this guy sold his soul to the devil to be a rapper, and this is what happened. Oh, like, I see. It's a, you would not, but no, I, but I like that. The new world, like it's crazy. The memes, people making fun of it, like it's insane, and it's just going to get worse and worse. It's not normal, or. I'm not comfortable with it, but it's happening. Yeah, but and to say again, we're not supposed to be comfortable with it. We're 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 past that generation. Like you just keep trying to adapt. Boomer, <laughs> boomer. All right, whatever. Um, uh, sorry, this guy had a really cool car, right? He had a. Oh no, you can watch his show. He with take, the bus interior. The interior could be different. That's optional, but it's um it's on like um pickup truck wheels. Okay. And it has a total skid bottom and like a roll bar. So if even if you hit someone, nothing's happened to your car. And it can go on the road and just off-road right away. Hmm. And it, it's really cool. And then he spoke about, because this is for the zombie apocalypse. This is the sort of shit you want. Look at this truck. This is the one that Jamie Foxx had. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Simon's seen it too, I think. That's the one Joe said he pulled up in. I was wondering what they were talking about. It was a car I had never heard of before. Yeah. What was the name of it? Oh, the Resvani. That's it, yeah. Dude, it, that thing is so fucking rad. It electrifies to get people off the car. It has... Um, yeah, it's it like has, a South oh African anti... It has infra- infrared um, and uh, uh, like cameras. It's insane. If you, Do you see the glass on the trunk, how that is? Yeah. On the ba- it's so In the cool. end of the world, that's what you need, man. The only problem is you got to have a gas supply, but that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And it's only $155,000 US. Oh, only. And I wonder if you got to pay like $25,000 away a year for it, but that's the greatest off-road vehicle I've ever seen in my life, man. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. And so this guy brought that into my life. Also, he talked about, I realized what it means. This guy brought that into my life. To know that that exists, like squad goals, bro. Star- squad goals, Star- bro. Star-cross lovers over here. Kamar, I'll put that Matt on the Patreon. Farrow. That'll be our, our next level. <laughs> we need a lot more. Um, he, he, he made me realize that what they don't have, self-driving cars, how they're just cars with a sensor that knows what's in front of it and can keep it at any distance and can see the lane they're in. But it's not driving like... Well, it's driver assisted, but that for all intents and purposes, that is a self-driving car. It can recognize the road. It can regulate its own speed. It can change lanes and turn. That sounds like driving, but it doesn't know what it's doing. I just, I, I just, yeah, it's not autonomous. Well, to say it doesn't know what it's doing. A toaster doesn't know what it's doing, but it still toasts your bread. Yeah, they're, but it's not driving they, you around. They're gathering enough data that it would data. They're, data. They're getting enough data to eventually do that. But the way he broke it down, like, Lots of cars have this. Like, not like Tesla does. Not not as good as Tesla's. No, 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 they don't. We had but, this argument last week. I said that. Yeah. A lot of there's yeah. a lot of companies moving into the And the I space. love thinking about that, like the guys at Ford, like the top guys at Ford wanting to beat a make a car that beats Ferrari or whatever. Like, well, have you see, did you see Ford V Ferrari? I haven't seen it yet, but I want to now after watching this. But just having that at your disposal to make a supercar. 
But I saw it. It's great because they're actually if if the dude that was in that movie was alive today and still running it, he'd be the type to do it just to like fuck with Musk, like just be like just fucking do it. Well, yeah, they they, they have uh, McLaren or somebody or Jaguar has an electric vehicle and the Porsche they were talking about. Well, there's a scene Kamar in the movie where they go to meet Enzo Ferrari, and Enzo he's like, "Go back to your fat American boss and tell him he makes fat, disgusting factory cars." And the guy goes back and he's like, what did he say? And, and he's like, he said, uh, he said no. And then he's like, what did he really say? And he goes, he said, you make fat American cars in a fat, disgusting factory. And then he goes, what did he say about me? <laughs> and then he tells him and the guy, he's like, I'll give you 9 million, which was when, you know, back then he's like, I'll give you 9 million to make the car. How long do you need? You know, and he's like. Like, that's how fucking... It's so cool making cars, man. Not that I'm a car guy, but the but whole I, process. But I thought that was interesting, too, how he talked about Enzo Ferrari. The story how he hated... He fucking hated people that cars. drove his car. Yeah, he just wanted to race. So that he put the engine to the wall that you have to take it out to take off the timing yeah. belts that I didn't even understand. And the reason why Lamborghini... That's the best. That the reason Lamborghini Formed his exists. car. Yeah. Fucking incredible. So that was a great story. This surprised me. And it also was like coming off the heels of the vegan debate you know what sounded like a great time was that benny hanna class mm-hmm. they teach you how to cook the benny hanna you get to learn how to do the uh volcano, volcano the uh, onion, volcano. onion volcano <laughs> i would love to do that man we used there was a place right around here it's closed now but it was the best one in the city and we used to go there all the time man now there's just one downtown it's garbo I actually want to take cooking classes in general. Me too, man. If you do that, Halima and I are in. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll start doing that in the yep. new year. If get, it's not too get expensive. Get Mary involved. Um, what do you think about a guy who has just the just the chin? I don't like it beard? at all because he's this guy. Oh yeah, I don't like. He I has had that, a, I had a that, goatee. I had that for years, Simon. <laughs> that's a goatee, isn't it? Or that's a Pooh Manchu. Okay, sorry. He only has the goatee on his yep. on his chin. No mustache. No mustache. Okay. It depends how much hair on the chin, how like how far up. For me, a goatee is very like it's got to be perfectly aligned with the, the, the yeah, and, and the, like the, and the like a skin. lot of hair. Not that much. It's not, but yeah. I I just felt I don't trust people who look like that. It's the devil. It's like a wrestling manager or something. <laughs> Bobby the Brain Heenan. Have you guys ever looked at that um, Vimini Road? It's that underground, or underground, underwater. Uh, they don't know if it's a natural formation or if it's like a. On Lake Michigan? No, that's something different. We'll get there in two seconds. But, Simon's uh, got a little erection. No, it's uh, it's cool though. You should check it out. I, I don't think you should ever ask me if I've heard about something? it. You should just tell me. No, it, he's it exists. He's doing it in a Wilkes way. <laughs> I know. I know. Do you know about so, Vimini Road, Cor? So, so we agree Vimini we, Road exists. We agree yeah. Vimini Road was uh, I can not feel, I, not naturally I can formed, feel the but setup. man-made. And I'm, Correct, Kamar? Yeah, yeah, I can feel the setup. I'm just no, let's just get past no, that. No, I just wanted to know if you'd actually looked at it before we talked about it. No, I then, surrender. Then they were talking about this Stonehenge structure that they found at the bottom of Lake Michigan, which is so fucking cool, man, because that just shows you there were these ancient civilizations here where we are like we're, we're not, we're not excluded from the, the, the ancient wisdom around the world. You know, it was everywhere. You think because of where people existed, that's a smarter place. No, I'm just saying it's, 
you know, Egypt, we have the proof of the pyramids. So we know that that was in, in ancient times, there were things going on there. Whereas here, we just assume it was uh hunter gatherer guys hunting mammoths or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? But no, we were, we just didn't have the proof until now, but, but think, it was going on everywhere. I think you take that solace just with the rich uh, First Nations history, man. Like who knows how far that, long that does go back? It goes way back. So we we're, the reason we've been there. We, the we reason that, that you know still here. anything about the native people here was so that they could mislead you into believing they were savages. Yeah. Count on that. Absolute, if nothing absolutely, else, that that's got to be a policy line. And and that was kind of what I was driving at before with just how now that everything we're seeing that the things that even just us like forget our parents or our grandparents but the things that we were taught in school are just a, another potential cover up of something that they didn't want to be teaching us. Sorry, I'm looking for the right way to say this. You know? Well, it's always a problem when you use they. Like, yeah, there's so many they's. Are yeah. they on it together? Like, and believe me, I think it's all fucking cabal and like whatever. Kamar wants to believe it so bad. I oh, need to believe it, man. And on, I need to believe it. It's too on late. This structure in. Lake Michigan, there's like a block that has a carving of a mastodon on it, which is a woolly mammoth, which is weird. Back to our Patreon. If you haven't signed up for that, get on it right now. We need a Christmas miracle. That was a great discussion. We got a new one coming up, don't we? Um, I've heard there's a portal in the ocean. I believe it. Do you want to talk about portals? Because I have been thinking so much about them lately. It's... uh, I really think that, well, I have a theory about Bigfoot and portals. Oh, well, maybe we should save that here. for... Um, I'm going to. Go. I'm yeah, going to save, save, save that for the end. We should save that for the end. It was an interesting statement that the guy made, which was from the horse and buggy to Tesla in 100 years. It is just so interesting to think about. We look at that as such a long time. And of course, it's just the tiniest. I think it's more interesting to try to think about 10 years from now. Like it will be totally different because it was totally different 10 years ago. I don't, I don't believe that. Well, I don't think you, it'll be you, totally different 10 but what? years ago. Was no, it wasn't totally was different. There were totally no smartphones. Out. Yes, there were 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. In 2010, okay. there were definitely smartphones. 13 years ago. Okay. Sorry. Okay, but the but Twitter as, as far as hold on, but stop. As far as wait, as far as the world you were looking at, nothing did, was that different. How did smartphones well, really change? Like, I get it; it's made it so it it it's. Imp- I don't think it's improved things, it, but it's drastically changed our world psychology on what's important and what people focus on. But if you took a time machine, okay, and you went back ten years ago, um. It would look the same. If you looked at the newest iPhone compared to this iPhone? From a glance, it would look... Even 20 years ago, I think things would look genuinely the same. Of course. There was no streaming music? Yeah, but we're talking about the world at large, Kamar. Like, looking around, things aren't that different. I I understand what you're saying from, like, a social standpoint. And I understand. That's what Eric Weinstein says. 50 years? There's been no progress. 50 years from now, I think you'll see a big change. I think those are the kind of... You know, where you you would get off that time machine and you would be like, okay, 
you know, there are 70% less cars or whatever, you know, you would see those differences. And I, I just feel like I've seen such a big change in the last 10 years. Yeah, and, fair and, enough. And, and that manifests in me feeling like I don't know what's going on with anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think in the last 10 years, for sure 10 years, maybe even longer than that, but we've become so much more egocentric, like everything, all these social media, everything is so based on, you know, it's all about you. And anyone. That you've lost, um, not you personally, but you, we've lost the, the bigger picture, right? Which is that really nothing is changed and nothing is about you and... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're all just dust in the wind. <laughs> I close my eyes. Um, what else? What else? Wouldn't it be, so they were talking about Tesla cars. Just this is the last thing I'll say about Tesla. Being able to have different sounds on the outside because the car's silent. And Joe was worried about, you know, what was going to happen. I mean, a, a thousand percent they're just all going to be orgasms. Yeah. The whole fucking traffic is just all going to be uh, women climaxing. Only women? Women climaxing. This seems a little sexist. Well, okay. <laughs> You're going to buy the man climaxing so You walk it yeah. out on a red light and you just hear, yeah. fuck, suck it. <laughs> like what? Sorry, oh, the car was crashed into you. You know what I do think, though, often as I'm driving, which they talked about exactly in this episode was I'm like, how does this work? You know, I'm sitting in traffic and I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm, I'm an okay driver. I, I know what I'm doing, but that person doesn't. And that person doesn't. And that person doesn't. And yet, I mean, yeah, there are tons of accidents all the time, but for the most part, things manage to keep going. And here is nothing. Cause we have pretty simple highways, but go to places like, New York or uh, where things start getting tricky, you know, I don't want to. And yeah, but it works because like you can sit there and be like, they're not a great driver. They're not a great driver, but there's a set of rules that everyone's at least following. Yeah, that is true. Uh, it doesn't, I still find it amazing that it's able to function. I don't know, just for whatever. I, I mean, I would, I get what you're saying and you're right, but you could also argue like, you know, there's a ton of accidents, a, a ton. ton, a ton of like accidents. look at insurance companies. They yep. make so much, they make their nut because we're constantly running into each other. But just, I mean, even take Ottawa. I mean, how many accidents on the Queensway are there a day? A ton. No, there really aren't that many. Like I bet if you look every at day. this stat right every now. Day well, hold on. But if you look, well, of Simon, course, every day there's an accident. Simon, what you got to do is say there's for the amount of cars on the road. That's right. It's it's a little misleading, my example. I, I'll agree. But I mean, it, look at the 401. I bet a person dies on the 401 every fucking day. I think so. And that's a pretty crazy stat if you think about it. Like, And I understand the amount of traffic on that road is staggering. But, you know, for for a person to lose a life every day on it, maybe every day is all. That might be it. But no, you're three probably people right. die on one day. You're probably right. The way no one dies on Monday, two on two. When they have, oh, I get one. it. But I, you think 365 people die a year on the four well, They have those massive pileups, you know, where it's no, like 40 not. car pileups. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. So, I know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I that anything functions in this world, quite frankly, is a miracle. 
Well, we say it all the time. I think it's all just hanging on by a fucking thread. Yes, I absolutely agree. And and we kind of skipped over that part of 600 soldiers getting ready to attack FDR to overthrow him out of office. Like that, that is something we've never seen, but that could easily happen. Uh, you know, look, it, it, civil war is not, we've talked about this. It's not so crazy. No, in this day and age, it, I think it kind of is. You think it is? Yeah, civil war. Wow. I, I think that uh, people are... The government is loaded to the fucking teeth, Simon. And how many guns are there out there, Matthew? Yeah, but you're missing the point. Every every small local municipality in the States now is has like a tank. So okay, my that... question to you is, when the civil war breaks out, it has to be between, what, two factions, right? So you're, you're arguing that one faction would be anti-government and then one faction would be pro-government? Is that... Well, that's what... That's I'm just asking. I'm not, I, I'd be okay with that point of view, but that's not what I was talking about. So then what, I was talking about like this situation where the military was going to overthrow FDR. Those are soldiers. So there's a, a another but, faction but, within that government. Yeah, that, but what I'm saying is, so maybe it's that's not, not a civil but war. But the way you said that is misleading. It wasn't the military trying to overthrow FDR. It was 600 soldiers within the military the military itself was not well that means that the military is fractured because those soldiers aren't just like that wasn't a revolution that just, that's no but that could be one battalion that was like fuck this fuck this guy we believe different you know yeah, what i mean no I, fair enough one battalion maybe i was thinking more you know it was probably a situation where one general decided that he didn't like what was going on and recruited like-minded individuals and they were planning on having a revolution. But I mean, I think the problem is we didn't look, we didn't read into it at Zero. all. So we, we, Zero. we don't know what we're yeah. talking about. Okay, fair enough. Let's I said to on. myself though, I put that book on the list on my list of books I wanted to get. Cause I think that'd be an interesting read. Yes. Agreed. I saw um, a video of the latest iteration of the, hoverboard yeah have you seen that dude it's so crazy the guy can do any it's are you like, talking about the green goblin guy yeah. yeah yeah but this one it's like this video just happened the other day yeah it's he can do every it's there's no lag i know he's just flying around like it's green insane. goblin it's insane <laughs> would you go on one because that's sort of flying isn't it i mean wait i'll say i would try that i'll say this if you think about like um it's Kamar was talking about like the changes in the world. If you think about like back to the future, when it came out in the eighties, there was the hoverboard and we're still like nowhere close to just kids rolling down the street with a hoverboard, the green goblin in Spider-Man, I guess the, well, I guess that's an old, actually, no, you know what? That's super old. I'm wrong. I'll stop my point. <laughs> they were talking about subs, uh, because of all the drug smuggling that they yeah, were doing. Yeah. Cause of El Chapo's submarine. Yeah. yeah. But it just got me thinking about, because uh, then they were talking about the Nazis and how they were sending the guys in those little one-man subs. That James Cameron sub that he built, you know, it's like to... To go super deep. The deepest that's ever been done. Yeah. Think about how crazy that must be. You're in that tiny little sub, at the deepest, darkest part of the ocean. Claustrophobic. It just must be nuts. And there's man. a couple of factors keeping you alive. I'd never do it. I would never do it. I would never do it. I would just assume that the monsters would get you, first of all. Here's a good question. Would you rather go to space or in that submarine to the deepest I would rather depths? 
holy fuck. That is such a good question, Matt. Um, shit. Because space, no, you see, both of them pose really interesting. They pose the same problem. Environmental challenges. You go to, well, because I was thinking, look, I'd rather go to space because at least I know you're going to space and nothing's going to happen to you out there. Meaning there aren't going to be aliens who come and attack you. But maybe there are. I was going to say, you don't believe that. And then if you go to the ocean, like, you don't know what's down there. There could be all sorts of things waiting to attack you. So it's the same thing. My question, I guess, is where am I? Where is it harder? I would rather go underwater because you're at dead least you're either way. Well, no, but at least underwater, you're still on Earth. Space is infinite. That's what I'm thinking too. I'd rather go underwater. Yeah, I think they can. If something Stay goes close wrong, to home. <laughs> yeah, if something goes wrong, they might have a chance of saving a better you. chance of saving you. But I think either way, that's what I'm saying. Either way, when you're that deep in the water, you might as well be in space. I think I saw a photo a long time ago of, because the pressure is so crazy down there, someone brought, I think it was like a can of Coke, an empty can of Coke or an empty Ruffles bag. And when you go down, I guess the pressure, or maybe it was an unmanned submarine that they put it in. But either way, when they came back to the surface, the can had shrunk to like the smallest proportions because the pressure down there is just fucking staggering. Yeah. Fuck all that. When they introduced this whole topic, uh, I realized that Matt Farah had done cocaine. Yes, when, when definitely. When his blow. Yeah. Definitely. In a real um, reminiscent way. Those uh, soldiers are insane. The ones that jump on the... Um, it's nuts. On the... Like, you, you don't think about it. Like You're like... Unless it's set up, unless it's completely set up. But if it's real time happening, like what if some guy's shooting up? Like that guy is. First of all, to be a soldier in the Mexican army, fighting cartels, whatever. You have to be a fucking maniac. Just a maniac. You've never the guy that arrested El Chapo's son. They shot him like 152 times or something. They just didn't stop shooting. But this guy just jumps on this sub and it's just in the water, like splash on his feet. Just get out, get out. The guy's like ah. What's crazy is like you got to think the guy in the sub is like fuck. I wish I knew how to submerge this thing. Yes, like this is the easiest getaway ever. Obviously, they're not peasant. That they are the peasants. Just that's what I'm saying. They're just like they know how to go forward, back. And and if the thing sinks, then so be it. Didn't they talk about the Germans did that a bunch? Sent out the German, and like they never came back. Yeah, those were the tiny little one man subs. Because he wanted to get them back into the meth talk about how much meth they're doing. Mm, and they just put yeah, one of these guys like, in one of those subs. Well, they were talking about the, meth, uh, like, it's horrific. the kamikaze pilots in the Japanese there and how they were all on meth. And that's yeah, but see this. Okay, see, shit. this is where I'm lost. Like the kamikaze pilot, that makes sense doing meth. It makes no sense to me doing meth and getting in a little tube and going underwater. Like one seems courage, courage. It's just courage. Okay, sure. I hear you. You don't want to do meth and go into a tiny little enclosed space, but I don't think you had a choice. So I think it was whether you wanted to be really afraid and get in there, I or guess. if you want to just be like berserker yeah. and so you get in and they send you to your Before I doom. get in, how many subs have come back? <laughs> and so, come how on, much meth do you have? A movie game. Well, he, I don't know if we've done it already, but he, he uh, said, Joe, if you had to describe a movie with anything, and Joe said The Matrix. Okay, well, I have a... Uh, they did a couple other movies, though. I Let's ha- do that one. How have we not done that? I have probably some, have. I have something fun. You can't do it. Well, this is interesting. Just hold on. So they talked about The Hustler. Yes. And I thought, okay, I want to know just for my personal thing what The Hustler's um, numbers were. Oh, wow. 
2.1 to make 7.6 box office. Oh, you already played the game. Played the game by myself <laughs> because just whacking it. Color of money. <coughs> you stopped yourself short. That should be uh No, 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 no. No. We really want to do color of money. I have no problem with it. They talked about a bunch of movies. I just he when he said Joe said the Matrix. We can do the color of money. Twenty two thousand for a pool cue. Yeah, that's, that's why insane. they were talking about uh, million. No thousand. Well, I think they, it wasn't twenty two million for the pool. Not twenty two million. A million. No, oh, they were talking about this one cue, and they pulled it up, and it was twenty two grand. And that's the most expensive. No, no, that was just this one they were talking. Because they were also showing million dollar pocket watches. Joe shit on bowling again too. In this episode. Or was it the Villeneuve one? He shits in bowl. He shits on bowling. This can't week. talk about bowling when you talk about Alaska for seventeen years. But I think um, they did. this guy, his brand is watches and cars, so that's why he talked about that stuff. But I thought he was game, especially is is about the fifty eight minute mark where uh, he said, "Is that is that the Kevin Smith weed?" He said, "No, it's Mike Tyson." They got into it. Sounds like you're smoking, dude. Kevin he looked. Smith he seemed weed. like he was so high because then he was like, "Oh man, this is really the Mike Tyson weed." <laughs> And he, at like a, with a half hour left, asks for more and relights the joint and offers it to Joe. And Joe's like, no, I'm good. It was very interesting. I've never seen a guest just, and it was pointless because it ended soon thereafter. But they were definitely high as motherfuckers. I think I was right, too. I think it was the Mike Tyson box that got re-upped. That's why he was, that's why they're smoking the Mike Tyson. They're beautiful. Eh? They're like big cigars. I mean, well, listen, we'll, we'll uh, All right, continue whatever. to disagree. Whatever, fine. Point. You hate the rolling style of the... No, he doesn't think that that's the box that got refilled. Oh, yeah, we can't get into that. We're like fighting over meat and veganism. <laughs> James Wilk and Chris Kresser. Um, okay, well, there you go. So unless you want to pick one of those movies to do a movie game, then let's move on. Well, we got to do a movie game, but yeah, we got to move on too. We spent an hour on Matt Farah, which is we spent an hour on the first two episodes pretty crazy but um, this was by far the most interesting podcast of the week minus the car shit that bored the fuck out of me it, yeah it, but on two times i actually found it very palatable it was just simple enough that i felt i understood some stuff and it's not like i don't know what to think about cars it's sort of concrete it was it was no, i know what i thought to think about cars. <laughs> but hold on I don't give a fuck i think them. a lot of the i think at least 50% of the car stuff they talked about, though, was somewhat interesting. Yeah, the Tesla stuff was interesting. I thought that was good. No, even like talking about Enzo Ferrari, we talked about how that was funny. They thought, listen, I, the blow. I, I disagree with you. I have no pen, Simon. He drank three bottles you, of water. You didn't know take what I do really like they talked about was um, those VW microbuses. I love the ones that have those panoramic windows in the back. Have you seen those, Matt? No. They're called like the micro tour or something. So the back windows are one piece of glass that just goes all the way around. It's fucking awesome. Inter- well, I heard him talking about it. He was like, it's 32 panes of glass so, with 150 so grand cool. or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, on that show there where they um, find shit in barns. Yeah. They found like six of those buses. They were just rotting away back there. And even in their like... When it even when it's just the frame, yeah, it's still they're still the worth tons of cash, man. Interesting fact: the color of money was directed by Martin Scorsese. Get the fuck out of here! Really? No way. Very interesting. I did not know that. May that affect who your decision? Di- who directed the Hustler? <laughs> we I, well, I, we can look after that. 
See, this sucks for me because I haven't seen this movie. I don't even know what decade. No, no, it came no. We don't in. have to do it. Do the Matrix. No, no. Care. We'll do both. How about we do both? Perfect. I don't give a shit. Double Fine. movie day. Double go. movie day. Hey. I ain't got no job. Because <laughs> we gave you such a short one last week. We'll give you a. a That's good... what she said. Huh. <laughs> All right. So Color of Money is first. Indeed. Release date. Can I. Can I at least get a decade? Was it in the eighties? I think it was like eighty-five. It was in the eighties. Okay. Well, you can't. You just told me your guess, oh. but I'm gonna guess something different. Okay. It's a double movie game. The rules and the regulations are a little looser. So we I'm do sure the we year first, it. right? Yeah. And then we okay. Um, all right. I said nineteen eighty-four. That's what I said too. Nineteen eighty-six. Neither of us get it. I mean, sure. I haven't seen the movie. I You're in the neighborhood. You're in the neighborhood. So 86, whoa, 86, whoa, whoa, 86. Whoa. You've never seen Color of Money? No. With Tom Cruise? No. Hmm. Okay. You'd like it since you're so good at pool. Dude. <laughs> we'll go tonight. He says Fucking he's so tonight. good at pool. We can go, we can go all Oh, yeah, you week, got it. Yeah, Kamar's got another bit of time. Um, I will take you out this week. We'll go play some pool, though. We will. Done and done. Um, all right. I'll say... Uh, Wow, this is really tough. Yeah, this was a this this. I think you shot yourself in the foot thinking of this movie, but the Matrix would be more interesting because it's way more relevant. But they talked about it all. All right, I'm ready. The Matrix is going to be equally tough because that was. I don't know what box office they're going to do. You're going to have to be real careful with your shit too. I don't care. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um, who won last week? Oh, it was a push. Was so a push. I'll go first this. I'll go first this time. I said it cost twelve point eight to make, and it grossed forty six point nine. Whoa! And I said it cost four point three to make, and it grossed twenty one point two. You're probably closer. No, uh, it's a big smash for Matt. Oh. 13.8 million to make within a hundred thousand. No, no, I said twelve point eight, so I was a million off. A million off. Hold and, on, thirteen point eight sick. Fifty two point three million wow. box office. Wow. So you're only six off there. Nice work. Holy Huge. fuck. Huge. That's just a crush. That's both. And I thought I was gonna fucking I thought <laughs> I was gonna lose this round. <laughs> That's both. All right, round packages. two of the movie game. All right, so the Matrix. Uh I already I know the year. I'm almost certain I know the year. That's more like it. <laughs> I'm almost certain I know the year. But I'm going to be one year off now that I've said that. Oh, shit. I. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Simon. What do you got for year? I said 1999. That's what I said. I think it's 98, though. Bang on. It's a push. 99. Okay. And that year, a ton of crazy movies came out. Nothing like this, dude. When this movie came out, I, I think I spoke about it before, but I had no idea what it was about. But, but I'm telling you, if you will go and look at the movies that came out in this year, it was like a special year for movies. Okay. I think those happen in waves. Okay, Simon. Budget and box office. Fuck. Um, I have no fucking... I'm so bad at this now, man. Directed by the Wachikowski sisters. I think they were brothers. They were brothers they back directed then. Directed this one. 1999. Fun fact. So much special effects. Australian. That's another thing. I think if you look at it now, it's dated the special effects a little bit. 
It's yeah, not, but groundbreaking at the groundbreaking time. Groundbreaking at the time and the whole concept and it's crazy too if you look when at you the see over the people it's, farms. It's crazy too. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but it's crazy too the overlying themes in the Matrix, considering that both the directors transition to women, like just like Neo trying to be someone. I don't know. It's it's weird. Simon, are you ready? What's going on here? Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Um, I think both of us. I'm going to say this for the record. I think both of us are going to be way off on both numbers. I think Simon's trying too hard right now, and it's totally. Like, I, holding his stick too tight, you know. I'll say this: I would be amazed if one of us was even within ten million of either number. So, Simon, I won the last round. We'll start with you. So, I said forty-eight million budget, which can't possibly be close, and it grossed one thirty. Wow, you're so far off. I gotta believe you're far off. I said it cost a hundred million more. I said one hundred and forty point nine million to make, and I said it grossed six hundred and fifty million. Wow, this is very interesting because it costs sixty three million to make. So you're way closer. Forty eight. I'm yeah. right there. But yeah. it made four hundred sixty five million dollars. Oh, so I'm way closer. Okay. Hold on. What was how much was it to make? Sixty five? Sixty three. Oh yeah, you know what? They didn't Keanu Reeves took points. They didn't even pay him. Uh, you what rushed, a smart you move. You rushed too. to your judgment. Yeah. And what did it what did it pondered and what did it, paid it, off? What did it gross? Four something. Four sixty five point three. It's not enough for you to get the points on the... Um, well, it's no, not enough for either of us to get the points. I'm, no, he's talking I'm about the color enough. of money. You no, were no. 10 million off. It's a That's push. Not... It's a push. It's Mar's, 50 million. Mars giving it a push. Well, you got a point. You got a point. You both you got go. the... Well, he doesn't get a point, though. You don't oh. get a point for being 300 million off. I was said, 100 million What'd you off. say? You said 600. My bad. It's 50 million. I'm sorry. You're closer. Well, how much are you off? You're was, off 400... You have four hundred thousand. You said one hundred fifty thousand. No, no, he's not off so four hundred thousand. He's off three hundred thousand. No, he isn't. I'm way off on that one. What did you say for the budget? I said the budget was forty-eight. And how much was it? Sixty-three. Yeah, you're two twenty million off. That's the the threshold's too big. So that no, that's fifty million is the 50 threshold. Fifty million. Fifty million is yeah. the threshold. Fifty million is the threshold. This is bullshit. Whatever. I crushed <laughs> you on the color of money. But uh, on the on the on the other one, if you're off by. A hundred thousand, and he's off by four hundred thousand. It's millions are out of it, right? Or is it in millions? It's hundred millions, millions, oh, yeah, millions, you, millions. Yeah, you're both out. He gets the points. What do you mean the points on the both? Point, the point. Yeah, the he point. gets one he gets point. point. My bad. Anyways, wow, that really well. No, a double movie game. <laughs> we're, we're, you got to get your shit together. We're here. on the seat of our pants here, guys. Come on, man. Yeah, it's true. We really threw him for the loop with the double movie game. And I had the Matrix sort of queued up in my head. And All right, so are we going to rate this thing? Yep. Um, we'll start with you, Kamar. Please rate it. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a 3.6, 3.7. 3.7. Like, I, I, I didn't mind any of it. I felt it was um, palatable. That's Taking said, in the information yeah. Yeah, less yeah. than like uh, I agree. It was a nice, con- a nice conversation. He, he loves what he loves. The passion sort of bleeds through, but but even then, I I found him enjoyable to listen to talking about what he loved. Like the watch stuff didn't bother me that much. Uh, whatever. And I, he's he's a YouTuber. Sorry, so all his fans would enjoy this. I'm sure. Yeah, I give it a three, solid three, and I give it a two seven five. And final thoughts on him, Kamar. Bay likes to party sometimes, but I think he's married. And he rides a scooter on the halftime, so he's just a quirky guy. 
I liked him a lot, actually. And had they not talked so much about cars, I think this would have gotten a much higher rating. Unfortunately, that was his lane. I know. No Car- pun intended. Cars and then watches. All right, let's move on. All right. Did you rate it? Oh, yeah, you I gave it a three. Sol- a solid three, strong three. Oh, that guy just knocked himself out, Kamar. And then we have the last podcast of the week. Yeah, sorry, I just Villeneuve place here. Thirteen ninety five. Martin Villeneuve. Glenn. Oh, close. Martin. <laughs> yeah, Glenn Villeneuve. Which is my theory is that Joe scrambled to find someone who only subsists on meat thrown for the cameras because he he obviously can't endorse Chris Cresser now. But he get, look, I'm just I'm not yeah. saying anything. Someone's doing sitting, it. He's sitting Someone's here. doing it. He's so, sitting here. Yeah. I don't know what's best for you, but this guy can live in the Arctic. Or Alaska. Or but I know that's not true because at the end of this podcast, you find out this guy reached out to Joe. He did. With his hat in hand. Mm. Interesting. Well, I think he wants someone in the government to be like, you can live there. Well, I No, I don't think that's happening. Because what was so strange is how it all ended with him saying, I'm not on the show anymore. I have stories I want to tell. What's so weird to me is that you can be an American and you can say like i'm gonna live off nothing i'm not gonna contribute but i'm also not gonna like use anything well except for the land yeah but the land is the land if you're an american you have the rights to the land do you not isn't that how it's supposed to work regulations <laughs> do you remember that one? he asked yeah joe asked him so uh you gotta follow regulations and he goes regulations because <laughs> he had been following nothing yeah, for no, of course 17 not. years i love how he'd been living on the seat of his pants too like they flew in that one day i said to my wife this is the one <laughs> they saw me on tv go figure <laughs> it's just like um state land you can't just set up a structure on or anything unless you have the license and well the setting up a structure thing okay i kind of get because you're it's state land you should pay some sort of tax but like if you're literally living in a tent or in a fucking carcass. I don't understand why you can't just do that. Like soaking tenderloin in the guts of the, like it got, it got so, Oh, this was terrible. Survival. This was more terrible. than, um, hunting. This guy was over the top about it though. Like he must've said meat pole about 17 times. Well, fellas, he's been doing this for 17 years. I guarantee you this guy can read a forest plot. This is normal to him. No, he definitely can't read it. He can read a literal forest plot. I, uh, yeah, like when he was talking about all the shit he was eating, I, I just, I, I was sitting there like Simon the whole time, just like, why? Antlers. Yeah, they taste like pickles. Great. <laughs> well, just even then, like. Well, he had to do it to survive. They didn't have enough food, so he had to eat that. No, no, stop, stop. <laughs> this whole, he had to survive. Did his plane crash? No, no, he, he, he got there by his own They're steam map. 60 miles away from... Yes, by choice. He took his wife and his kids in the middle no, of... No, no, this, this is what got interesting. They, he went by himself and was like, I've got to subject someone else to this. Some groupie. It's like people who um, write the prisoners, you know? Listen, guaranteed the chick that went out to visit him and live with him, she's into autoerotic asphyxiation for sure. Cause you have to hate yourself and be some wild masochist. Well, the first one got out that, or you want to so fuck caribou. I don't know. Uh, it's crazy, but it's such a weird desire. He's the, it's another handhold. This is a perfect example. This podcast of, you know, you, I, I know three hours you're supposed to get to know somebody, 
but like it's not until three three hours and ten minutes that we find out this guy's true colors, you know, that he's just a fucking douchebag who doesn't have an open mind. A denialist, I think you're trying to say. Yes. A Bigfoot denialist. Yeah. Ah, but yes, Joe also yes. is a Bigfoot denialist. No, Joe is not a Bigfoot. Yes, he is. No, he is he, not. He, he's a want. He wants there to be a Bigfoot. Joe is willing. Joe is covering his bases very well. What he's doing is he's able to convenient. side with a douche very like this, convenient. but he's leaving the door open a crack for when the proof does come out. And that's going to be, you know, I, I, I know I say this all the time, but... Why would you want to be so staunchly opposed to anything that you're certain, you know, where, why not leave the door open a tiny crack so you don't look like a giant asshole when the aliens land on the fucking White House lawn or whatever. So we could be on a flat earth, Simon. I would say to write a book, but this does. I mean, this guy doesn't write books. I'm willing to leave the door open a crack, I guess, Matt. Terrible answer. I, I don't, Terrible I don't like it either. I don't like it either, man. But I, I, I can't. Listen, if we're going to put everything into percentages, I think there is a 75% chance that Bigfoot exists and a 0.00075% chance that we live on a flat earth. Does that help you? You think there's a 75% chance that Bigfoot exists? I think it's higher than that. So uh, I just want to get this straight for maybe the last time, hopefully, but I doubt it. You think there's one Bigfoot? No, I think there's many Bigfoot. I think and you think, out that you think that there's many Bigfoot on Earth? And then again, I'll say it one last time. People on the internet found this guy's camp, but you think these many big feet, is that the proper pluralization these you think these many big feet are out there in the wild and just no one i know what's happened here no i think people are seeing them i don't think it's no one i know what's happening here um did you listen to bobcat no i haven't oh you haven't no i didn't yet either no oh i did Mm. because i mean that's i can't wait they talk about which yeah. just turns oh, it all on its head. Oh, does it? <laughs> it's going to make you look like a Chris Cresser. No, no, not like that, but I, whatever. Just There's this new... It's the reasonability, sorry, Simon, of the person explaining their frame of thought that calms you and goes, okay, it's so interesting, but not Chris Cresser. There's all these different guys who claim that they are following around different pods or groups or whatever of these Bigfoot. You know what I mean? They live in these family structures and they found wherever they live in this specific region and are able to whatever. That that probably isn't true. Maybe it is. Who fucking knows? You know what I mean? But my point is it's not so crazy to think that there is an animal out there that has not been discovered yet because we discover new animals all the time. We just Hold on, hold on, hold on. But right there, it's one thing to say we discover new animals all the time. It's another to say we discovered an animal the other day that people say have been living on Earth nine feet tall, eight feet tall, undetected, for however long. Well, I mean, the perfect example, Matt, would be the gigantic squids. No, they live. No, no, we haven't. We haven't. 
You're talking about something they that's on never, Earth. They had never found a body. They had never found anything. Simon, you're talking about the ocean. We just discussed no, how I, big and un... Agreed. Well, come on. The Earth is pretty fucking big. The forests are pretty dense. Don't man. do this, Simon. You know, First of all, you know that like National Geographic has how many fucking cameras just set up all over the forest on specific cameras that are there just to catch nature in motion and you're telling me that no that in this day and age at this point none of them have captured even a glimpse dude snow leopards from like kilometers away they've caught like the most elusive of animals i i agree matthew i totally agree with you that it seems odd it definitely does like i, I it's convenient <laughs> no i i mean again i'm willing to I didn't say a hundred percent because I'm willing that there are some things about this whole thing. But that... 75 is very high. If you even sat here, if you could sit here and say to me, I don't know, Matt, I'd say there's a 50, 50 shot that there's a Bigfoot. I could at least be like, okay, Simon has some sanity. At least there's, I can't even meet you at a starting let's point for the do, debate because 75% is fucking ridiculous. Give me two hours of your time never gonna happen let's just sit down and go through the existing uh the best existing proof and at the end of that if you say i can categorically say that there is not something out there from what i've just seen i'll lower that substantially for you no because first of all you know how much and how easy it is to doctor this shit like Dude, you, I could show you that documentary that you for showed sure. me of the guy with the alien popping up in the window. Like <laughs> For sure. for I agree. And that's why you need somebody there to, you know, like, it, I, I don't know, man. Some of this stuff seems. It's more like, what does it matter? It's, like, it's, how does it change it, anything? The, the faking just would be so extreme. And look, there's this new uh, show coming out on, I think, the Travel Channel or something, which is pretty weird. But I was listening to these guys talk about it, and they were saying that they developed, this is going to sound stupid, but they developed this algorithm so that they take all the sightings of Bigfoot over the years, and they put it into this program, and it will spit out the best the places where you have the best probability of finding Bigfoot. Okay. And apparently these guys say that they... Have triangulated Bigfoot? They found something. And whatever that something is, who knows? You in know Alaska? I mean? No, it's in uh, Oregon, I think. Yeah, this guy's in Alaska. I think Bigfoot wouldn't be in Alaska. That's why this guy doesn't see him. I don't think he would be in Alaska either. Exactly. I don't think it's the forest is dense enough for them up there. I don't think it's... Um, I don't think the forests are dense enough. It's not really their natural habitat. Well, and it's very cold. Like you, I think you'd be more likely looking for a yeti type creature up there. As to me, those to are one of the same. Much. No, they are not. Well, they're, they're different. Oh, sorry, facts. The facts. <laughs> Anyways, so but just here's something else. So there are all these um, Bigfoot researchers who are like these staunch think it's a primate everything it's just we're looking for a giant monkey and over time a lot of these guys seem to are you writing down a note yeah these a lot of these guys seem to like um switch their stance so they go from a we think it's a giant primate to something much more like uh magical um 
spiritual, you know what I mean? And that's where these portals come into play, where a lot of people think that Bigfoot is an interdimensional entity, and that's why um, you're only seeing glimpses, which I agree is totally like... Um, you lost me. Self-serving, you know what I mean? Why I'll can't, say... Why can't you find Bigfoot? Because he's popping well, because in he's and out of because he's interdimensional, obviously. Why don't you find his bones? Because he's... Because he's dying in another dimension. Right, exactly. And, you know, a year ago, Matt, I would have said, that is stupid, but... The more I start thinking about the actual existence of portals, why not, man? Like, why not? And again, don't forget Bigfoot, because I know you don't like that. But if let's just say one day we find out that portals exist. All right. Then does that make it easier for you to think that Bigfoot exists? No, actually, no, no. And I'll tell you why. Because, again, what your argument would be is that there's portals on Earth that we can't find, but Bigfoot has found and had been operating them and going interdimensional. Well, Please, sorry, I'm just arrogantly gonna, stick up no, your no, hand. No, no, I was just going to... Don't I, wave those fucking fingers at me. I want to you just a little bit. There are two different things, and let's not conflate them, okay? There are, like, let's call them stargates, which are portals that are always in a certain location. Okay. And let's say the pyramid is one or like Kamara was saying somewhere underwater, maybe one and they're there. It's also possible that all of us have the ability inside. We just haven't been able to harness it yet, but to open a portal. That would be the type of portal the Bigfoot were able to do, meaning that you, Matt, if you could use the proper parts of your brain are able to open time and space in front of you in a slit or whatever you walk through it and it closes. And if you were adept enough, you would be able to master that in a way that it was useful to you. Like the Bigfoot have. Gotcha. That's what you want to believe. No, I'm just saying it's interesting that <coughs> touched a lot of people end there and will immediately say, Oh, that's because they've given up. They can't prove it, so they've gone. Or is it because after a certain amount of time and age, you come to these certain realizations that this you, may be totally different than I thought it was? Do you think uh, Bigfoot has grown or waned, say, over time as it's sort of... I think it's... Position in the consciousness, what's normal? I think it's becoming more accepted. But I don't know if it's bigger now than it was when, like, the Gimlin Patterson film came out, you know? You think Bigfoot is more widely accepted now? Yeah, I think all these things are more accepted now. I'd say it's been more the idea. Thank you. Over time. Yeah. I mean, again, it is very self-serving because he does have an Instagram called the Bigfoot Sighting Society, so. Well, and again, we just finished He's known as a rise in popularity. About, <laughs> we just finished talking about portals, so, you know, like... Yeah, no, I'm with you. Anyway, the portal is just so complex. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But again, we think these things are nuts. That po can't possibly exist until it does. Well, and it's more like that's not how we. That's not how you can operate as a person, Simon. You can't just you can't just run through life like. 
No, I think you have to, Matt. That's the point. And fine, but you can't. The fact my that point you're to you saying is, you can't is because they've conditioned you oh my to God. think this like guy's that. The, worst. the chlorine in the water. Yeah, <laughs> the frogs. <laughs> They're making the frogs gay, Matt. Fucking unreal, this guy. I don't know what to say to you, Simon. I don't. Um, but yeah, I mean this, and that kind of bugs me. Like this guy, you know, just right away closes his mind to something. You're you're a cool guy. You live up in the fucking Alaska. You're willing to illegally buck the fucking <laughs> government on everything else, but on Bigfoot, you're certain, like without a doubt, that only crazies could buy, because you haven't seen it in Alaska. Yeah, well, but we just ascertained that Bigfoot's probably not in Alaska, so that's why you wouldn't see him. So it doesn't have to bug you. I think it's quite um, impressive that uh, a human being can live uh, in that rugged wilderness for 17 years. Stealing food from wolves. Stealing the wolves. He says you shouldn't be afraid of wolves, right? Well, apparently not until the until you have to shoot seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> they had a that s- sounded like the prey or uh, the prey, the gray. The gray yeah. I wonder if that's what that was based on. They had on s- him. They yeah. had serious issues about the suppressor, though. When they say the wolves got into the army and associated gunfire with carcasses that they could eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were talking about suppressors, and I thought it was talking about silencers, and Joe didn't know what he's talking about. But That's what they were talking about. Suppressors guy, or silencers. This guy just focused in on the tools to survive. Remember we had to um, explain to him uh, Jesse Smollett? Yeah. It was it was such a weird thing. Like I like how he kind of said it like Chappelle, too. Ju- Juicy Smollett? Juicy, that's it, that's it. I'd be so funny if this guy came out and said, yeah, you know, eating of the intestines not that bad, but... Can you believe they think Epstein killed himself? <laughs> he even he knows of it, yeah. Can we just go backwards for two seconds? Because I, 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 I realized that things got a little weird there with the portals. I was just giving you um, something that I've been thinking about. But Will you, you stop waving your you fucking don't finger at me? believe in Bigfoot at all. No. Zero percent. Zero. You are a silly goose, Matthew. And Kamar? I had clung to the Jimmy Stewart had his finger. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wife's underwear. Hold That's on. Correct. This is a great way of you not answering Simon, but answer the man's question. But I, I found out it was human. Okay, fine. But what do you? What's your percentage on Bigfoot? Twenty percent. Twenty percent. What's your percentage on aliens? A hundred percent. Matthew. Um. It's definition of aliens that gets broad. Yeah, Bigfoot's very specific. Holy shit, come on. Like, well, whether fine. they're interdimensional 50, 50. or whatever. C'est très important, the interdimensional. 50-50. It's something that we don't know that exists right now. Let me ask you this, Simon. Where they Let come me ask from. you this. If they're from the ocean, we don't that know. would still be as crazy to me. Let me ask you this, Simon. What do you think the odds that Tony and Khabib actually make it into the ring in April? I think there's a better chance that aliens exist. Give me a percentage. <laughs> I think it's like 50-50 on that. Fight. So you think you're? it's more likely that Bigfoot exists than Tony and Khabib fight in April. Incredible. Anyways, that's that's silly. You're, you're trying to de- deflect from what we're talking about here. So aliens, Matt? I said 50-50. 50-50. Yeah. Okay, well, at least you're leaving the door open on that one. What about um, ghosts? This is the end of our friendship right here. What about ghosts? 
Ghosts? Yeah, ghosts. Zero. Zero percent on ghosts. Kamar? 50-50. What about... Um, no, you. Ghosts. Oh, I think ghosts are probably like 90%. Spooks. You know what I mean? This stuff. I think it's... So define a again, ghost. I Let me hear... It no, no, no. Stop, because you like, said 90%. Generated by your brain. Interdimensional shit that are getting left over here by accident. It all has to do with like, I don't Spirit, know. Spirit. I don't know. time... It's very blonde. Space-time continuum. If you have a piece of land, you can feel someone you knew there. But wait, I want to keep going here because I think this is like, what about magic? Do you believe in magic? No. Zero percent. Oh my God. Vampires? Yeah, they don't exist. Zero percent. Vampire, people that live. Are you kidding me, Simon? Tell me you're fucking kidding me. Yeah, we're going to go with a big fat zero zero there too. Yeah, A lot of zeros. Holy shit! This is. Why are you not asking Kamar? Well, I, I, all those same questions. Vampires, werewolves, all get the zeros. They all get zeros. Fairies. It depends if you define like a firefly as a fairy. Then there are fairies. Well, what? Yeah, what do you? What? What is a fairy to you? Insects are fucking aliens. So you think that all of that stuff that we read about is just pure fiction? But you're willing to believe all that stuff? All you mean all that fiction that we read? Let me James Wook this to take it down point (laughs) by point by point. All all I'm saying, Kamar, is you just finished saying to me outside. I'm certain that aliens exist in ancient times because of the hieroglyphs. Some sort of connection, yeah. Okay. What do you think a hieroglyph is? It's just writing. Before there was writing. No, but I'm saying, so... So wait, how do you go from hieroglyphs... It's a story. How do you go from hieroglyphs to ghosts, fairies, werewolves, and vampires? No, we're just talking about things... No, 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 we're not just talking. I'm asking you, where... It's a very painstaking way to tell a story that's just for like someone's enjoyment just to read. What? Hieroglyphs. It's not like, I just wrote a short story. They didn't have (laughs) writing (laughs) back then. Hey, Pablo's. They didn't have words, word writing. No. Pablo's making a new hieroglyph. So that guy told a story about whatever. meeting Meeting an alien. Maybe he was Chris Kessler, though, or Cresser. Fine. Th- fine. This is what I'm asking, though. Like, Kamar, but it matters. Kamar is willing to believe that guy's story, but this guy's story is crazy. I'm just wondering why. Which, which guy's story? Who, whoever, the guy who writes about um, werewolves. I did not know he was writing about them, but I mean, I- Simon, what the fuck are you talking about? As we right learned now? today, you're so deep down your own <laughs> rabbit hole, dude. You're just, I just see you shoveling fucking more dirt in out of this hole that you dug yourself into. As we've learned today, I'm not, I'm not gonna be quick to judge anything that, if you dude. show me some werewolf stuff, but Bigfoot, it's been a while, and like it's almost down to your fucking Reddit. I want to know, Reddit, just, wait, uh, hold on, Bigfoot, it's been a while, Simon. Tell me where werewolves, other than fiction, have been brought up. I'm sure they've been brought up Are all you, you're through sure? history. You're sure? Um, well, I know that lycanthropes, uh, there's been stories about them for as long as there's been stories about Bigfoot. So there's also been stories about witches, but you have no problem believing that it was probably some fucking No, I totally fungus. think witches existed. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Like you are so closed minded. I don't understand this. Like I really, really don't. I don't. You just said the words magic, 
vampire and werewolf to me. And now I'm the close-minded crazy one. Speaking of... I'm also willing to accept all the same things you are. I'm not closing my mind to science and I'm open to all of that. I'm just not... I'm not automatically saying this is crazy because this is the going idea of things. It's crazy to no, believe Simon, in magic. No, Simon, stop. Stop. No, I don't, I don't accept that. Okay. Well, we're going to just disagree and move on. And we, I know Kamar feels the same way. We did learn He's just that. sitting there like, um, like Chris Kresser in silence. No, you're wrong because when Kamar disagrees with you is when he sits there in silence. No, when Kamar disagrees we, with me, we, learned, we hear from him. We learned I, I that know. lichen is good at for wiping your ass if it's moist and unforgiving if it's dry. I mean, so if you didn't learn anything from this, <clears throat> the supernatural, the occult, the dark arts, yeah, I love it all, man, but... There you go, Matt. There you go. He I don't said know he my, loves it all. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get vague. Like all of this, all these things. This is all my point. When he thinks you're wrong, he will beat around the bush. What about the incredible Hulk? I may See? be. I may what about be, the Hulk? I may be wrong. Like that's the point. Is I could easily be wrong. Teen Wolf's her favorite movie. Be right. The, those, the, no. That's the difference. What do we got, Billy Joel not, over here? You could not easily be right. I may be you right. You would have said the same wrong. thing about. Okay, right now we we have credible people coming forth and saying they've seen UFOs. But until recently, everybody thought that was nuts, and those people were crazy. Like things change, man. Okay, hold on. We no, accept- stop. What you're talking about? You just said vampires and werewolves. Simon, so, you're no, using the most for, ridiculous. Forget no. vampires and werewolves. Well, no, Let's- I can't because you just use them as examples and then no, shat on we me like, just oh, at- you don't believe in magic? <laughs> no. Oh, you fucking close-minded idiot. Does- and vampires? Well, Come witches, on, get in here and ghosts, agree with like those see- things aren't crazy, man. Don't you believe ghosts? Simon? I don't think ghosts are crazy. Really. Hold on a second. You really think it's impossible that we have no idea what happens to us when we die? Zero idea. That's the starting point. Right? So one of those possibilities. No, no, no. Hold on. Stop. If you want to sit there and say, we have no idea what happens to our consciousness after we die, then I might meet you there. But when you die, you die. We know that. Sorry. We don't know what happens. Sorry, Matt. Can I interrupt you? Are you an expert in death? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to fucking lose it. No, I'm saying like we don't know. It, we d- nobody has any clue what happens to your soul when you die. So, if it is a thing where those souls go somewhere, let's just say that happens to be true. I I don't know, you don't know. Then if that is the case, is it impossible to think that somehow there's some misfiring going on and those things are getting stuck here instead of going to where they have to go. Well, if you want to talk about spirits, like Kamar put it again, I think that's a better way, but ghosts, ghosts, it's the same thing, man. It's the same thing. Don't give me that fucking condescending look. It's the same thing, man. It's the proof. It's the lack of their proof. I, I, I am not. I'm not asking you to be a staunch believer in anything, Matthew. That's never been my intention. No, but you're asking me to keep I'm my mind open to things you. that are. See, Simon, this is my thing. You use the worst arguments. If you want to sit there and go, you should keep your mind open to things that are not outside of the realm of possibility, then that's fine. But to sit there and be like, you should keep your mind open to all of the absolute most ridiculous shit is ridiculous. I just don't know if you're right. I shouldn't. You're Matt. I shouldn't have brought werewolves and vampires into the conversation because that is too far. 
But that's it. That's the only thing I'll withdraw from this conversation. Things, something that's more possible is like a uh, a Hulk or a Spider-Man or even possibly a Wolverine. But that's possible that could be done. A mutation. Some sort of thing like that. If you're imagining, maybe not far up to a Godzilla, but or maybe the mutation is sort of an impediment than a superpower. Well, the, I, I agree, Kamar. That is also a possibility. You have to agree. There's there is nothing that you can't... There's nothing that I could table right now that you could possibly sit there and have the balls to be like, nope, out 0% outside of the realm. No, no, you're, you're correct, Matt. From now on, I am only working in percentages of belief. I know. Not in I know. what is true and what is false. I know. I was just trying to say these things are more realistic than vampires or werewolves. Or, could argue. I mean, there's a chance the Holocaust didn't happen. Mm, okay. Yes, there is a possibility. That's disgusting, it's Simon. The tiniest that is fucking disgusting. No, there isn't. Point and you know why? Zero, 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 no, because zero, zero, we have zero, zero, tons. Zero. We have tons of only, evidence to the and contrary, the only Simon. Way that's even a possibility is if there's multiple timelines running at the same time. And it's when does Hanukkah start? I'm going to send your dad a clip but of that's this. That's the only way. It would have to be some crazy, like, weird glitch in the fucking world. That's what I'll say. I heard Mel Gibson's actually an all right guy to sort of turn the corner on some things he believed in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a joint? Light it up so we can finish this off. If you look at the percentage of racist comments uh, Mel Gibson puts in, add the first one and the last one together, (laughs) you'll see it's uh, gone down two to three, four fold percent. (laughs) That fell apart. I have a question for you real quick off topic. When when to cover the spread, if the spread is 13 and you win by 13, did you cover? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I thought so. I didn't bet the spread. I'm one off. Either way though. What do you mean? Not the spread. One over, one under. What do you mean? If they have to win by 13 and they win by 14, I don't know. Well, the spread was 13 for this game. They won by 13. That was my question. Mm-hmm. I picked a tie in this game, so that's a loss. Oh yeah, anyway, up is the best. So, I mean, the guy lives on his own, eats meat, sort of subjects children to a 200-square-foot box, and he's uh, walking around naked, washing in the great outdoors, and he's all been shut down, and he came to Joe with his hat in his hand. He wanted Joe to get because what he said is like, okay, you should do YouTube. He's like, yeah, YouTuber, yeah, but I, I need a cameraman and a and uh well, editor and then he goes i i tried to do it myself like less child style but i like the interaction i like to submit someone else to the suffering is what he's saying like well the weirdest part to me too is when joe said that like why don't you just do youtube i was like joe did you not just hear this guy tell you that he was living in a carcass in alaska like i don't think he's got wi-fi or uh he just an got editing a cell phone bay. or whatever yeah <laughs> but i'd argue he could film all this stuff send it to an editor but he he sort of thinks he's a tv star you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he, he does, for he, sure. And he's... I like how he thinks Hollywood did him dirty, too. <laughs> it's like, dude, you were a fu- you were a no one living outside. They flew to you, put you on TV, and now he's got this attitude of like, well, they really wanted to control the narrative, but I'll I mean, s- I want to tell my story my way. I'll, I'll say this, yeah, you know, maybe if he had <laughs> played ball, he could have made some money off this or still be with the, the show if it's... He was there for 84 episodes or whatever. Maybe he was just before syndication or some big money. I don't know if, if that's the situation. Dude, and talk about the easiest guy to fire in the world. 
What do we do? Just leave. <laughs> he shot a show and then they didn't hear you know from him after yeah. that. Dude, they just ghosted me. The They're just going, yeah. Fuck. Like it's on an, you don't have to empty out someone's desk. There's no calling security. Simon, what is going on? Nothing. You've just been ice grilling me <laughs> for the last two and a half minutes. No, I just. You uh, must have been super whatever. interested by the ancient civilization stuff he came up with. What was his ancient civilization? He went stuff? to some. Um, no, this guy, Simon were, lost this guy once. Some stumps were cut by stone like 10,000 years ago. And there, there's no way that it could have been done. And I was thinking maybe that was uh, Vikings or something. I, I don't know if that was that long ago. But he believed in that. So yeah, no problem believing in that. But huge problem believing in Bigfoot. Well, no, I didn't. That was my point, Matt. Is I didn't even find out that I hated this guy until until the, the three very, hour mark. The yeah, very end I know. Of the podcast. Well, that was the funniest because I had actually listened to it. So that's when I texted you. I was like, oh, this guy's gonna lose Simon right at the end. <laughs> I'd like to talk to the children and the wife, ex and the wife. <laughs> just say, is everything on that? But up, blink twice. If you, Are you in duress? Yes. Go to page four. I, I mean, I, I they didn't really get into uh, what what he's going to do now. I mean, how crazy do you think? Sorry, Kamar, did you want to continue with this? Well, I just real life? quick, Kamar, he's kind of he's in a real shitty spot too because his LinkedIn is probably pretty empty. Like it's not like he can just reassimilate back into civilization like okay so i notice on your resume here there's a 17 year gap in uh in where, like you know what i mean it's oh i know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> there's um something to the fact that he reached out to joe he said that oh, all the big hollywood people talked to you i didn't think you'd have time for a little of me so he was reaching out wanting to let people know he's off the show trying to this was his big thing but he's got to start his own youtube channel the weird thing to me this is, a, this is a good question i don't think it's gonna happen we know that joe puts people up when he has them on do you think he put do you think if you hit joe up and are like hey i'd like to do the show that he still puts you up or is he like yeah if you're in la maybe uh, uh i think it's very significant that joe is a super fan of this show I agree. He's talked about it for years. So, I mean, there's that's the thing that I considered when I was like, I don't know why I'm listening to this. And but Joe said it. He edited it. Well, he told he said it, I think it was early on, but he was like, I, I don't care about... That's why when he was talking about network people, he's like, that's why I would never have a network because I want to have people like you on, just someone I want to talk to. I'd rather talk to you than a lot of people, he said. Even Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave Chappelle. Oh, you could tell he didn't like talking to Ed Norton. A little bit annoyed with the actor in him. Who didn't? Joe? Well, just the way he was like, he was like, I'd rather talk to you than a lot of these Hollywood types. I just immediately thought of Ed Norton because he had recently been well, on. I'm sure he's talking about execs and stuff as well. I just, thought he big upped Ed Norton, said he was really interested. I think so. I think he did too because they talked like about him on. in one of these episodes. Listen, he, he, uh, when was the last was time up? you heard Joe talk shit about a, a no, past guest? True. Never happens. True. He was Never just talking happens. about riding motorcycles with in, uh, Unless Farrah. you're. Um, Out of Broods, everything. Yeah, or James Wilk until, <coughs> until telling recently. You. There are a couple of people Joe talks shit about. He talks shit about the uh, butter coffee guy, the bulletproof coffee guy. There Only people that have fully duped him. Burned him, yeah. That was the first incident of this happening on the Joe Rogan. Yes, that was I the think first so. Chris Cresser. Just like a whole thing that was pushed as almost gospel and then ended up being retracted. I mean, you got to give Joe credit that... <clears throat> At least he has the balls to admit when he's wrong and to try to write them. Like he, you know, like the Twitter thing was a good example. You know, he brought them on and everyone was like, fuck this. You didn't ask the right questions. And right away, a week later was like, all right, well, let's get Tim Pool in here. Well, that hopefully was, that, he can answer the questions. And same way, like, you know, that he, feels like the closest to uh, 
what you would want as a resolve from this sort of thing, rather than this is a bloodbath. I think in 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 the future, if Joe's going to do this, he should just have one episode that's the debate, as opposed to having the one side come on first and then having someone be like, "Hey, hold on, I don't like what this guy's saying." I don't know. It's almost like a fighter mentality. Eh? Okay, yeah. we'll let you guys duke it out. Yeah, hey, yeah. We're just with words and ideas. You know that every year, you know what? You keep talking. Joe didn't make a mistake having this uh, Villeneuve guy on, though, because he really liked him and it was a passion project for him. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I guess a lot of Joe's people are hunters, survivalists, so it, you know it probably played into a big swath of his crowd. I just, for me, that I didn't love this episode. I thought it was fucking boring as shit. And hearing this, like, I, I don't have an appetite for anything. Like, hearing this guy talk about, well, I get my vegetables through the, the stomach. stomach of, yeah, like, I was like, oh, I hate this guy, and I hate what he's doing. And I gotta wait till the flies can't lay eggs on the <laughs> the meat that I leave yeah. out, and I've gotta look out for bears when I'm going back to collect my meat. But, uh, I mean, he just didn't, if he looked super virile and healthy, I'd be really, like, I like this outdoor shit, man. Maybe off the grid as you can, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think the point, Kamar, is that he's living, like, so off the grid. Like, where it's unhealthy. Like Re- he's Regulations? Like, yeah. But, I mean, he's living almost like a homeless person just in the woods. Where, like, you don't know where your next meal's coming from. He you is, yes, yes, yes. It's, it's very interesting. Injury could be, like kill you if you're hiking up the hill that he wants to climb i just thought it was weird like he should have gone with the uh reality people and just keep doing the same old thing and cracking open a wood or something instead of wanting to tell the stories he wanted to tell and if he did want to do that he should have started his own youtube channel just on the well the weirdest thing to me is like okay you clearly don't care about money because you've been living in the woods forever you're not this is the weird thing is, did he not bank a ton of money? He was on TV forever. So I looked must- up on Wikipedia, he's worth like $76,000. See, that's crazy to me. The whole thing's crazy. And you know what? He should have the kids and the wife be your cameraman and editor. <laughs> Just No, I need people there. I, I, I to, it's for me. I'm, I'm a star. <laughs> Dude, that kid's going to have fucking serious psychiatrist bills. I wonder if it's child abuse or not. I guess you can raise your kid anyway. Like, Look at Billie Eilish. She was homeschooled. She's doing very good for herself right now. Okay, but yeah, I don't think you, well, whatever. I'd like to see her make the 27 Club or, or surpass it. That'd be very interesting. You really have a thing for Billie Eilish. Uh, the conspiracy? Yeah, of course. What's the conspiracy? Who knows? How the, how, the, how does someone from nowhere come up and just be the biggest star in the world? That's everybody. <laughs> Is yeah. it? Yeah, like yes, so any, many people. Listen, someone, hold on. All Instagram people. But someone has to be the biggest star in the world, right? And you but they could already have connections, but many come from nowhere. But that's my point is like, I get that you can have connections. Most stars come out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Come on, but but I'm not closing my mind to any of it. <laughs> I'll, re- I'll leave a little bit open. But Matt, can I just tell you something? Because this is bothering me a little bit. Oh so God. in 2000, in 2018, yeah. over 270 new species were discovered in the world. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Two seventy. Two hundred and seventy. Okay. Every year, at a minimum, there are like seventy new species. Yeah. How many sightings? How many sightings of those species were there pre them being discovered? I don't know. We'd have to look at that. I'm sure there were. Okay. Look, just as an example, there is just this year. Okay. There was, um, or last year, I guess. 
the blind swamp eel. Have you ever heard of this thing? No. No, neither had I. But there were many people in the Amazon who had said that they had seen this thing swimming around the jungle. Nobody thought that was a possibility. This thing goes through like the marshes. It doesn't even live in the ocean. So it's like literally making its way through the jungle. How so many species it, was it, Simon? Well, in 2018, yeah. it was 270. Okay, so out of that 270, how many of those species were six feet or bigger? Well, here, I can tell you. Um, there were four new mammals found. How many of them were over six feet? Oh, that's a little, sorry, that's a little misleading. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't see this. It's not quite 270 because 12 of them were minerals. We won't include the minerals, okay? So we'll get rid of 12. That's a species? Sorry? That's one of the yes, 270 species? Yes, getting yes, at. Yeah. yeah. Okay, trees. <laughs> oh, come on. Come <laughs> Thank on. you. And this is fucking straw man and argument over here. many of them were invertebrates, so fine. But that still means that there were like 100 new species found. No, you don't see again. You're actually you pulled up. You're you're like doing 50, the cast. You're, Fifty new species found. Either way, I'll tell you what the biggest one was, Matt. Just hold all right, on Chris Kressler. My, my point is though, if every year, even if every year you're not finding a big one, every now and again you are going to find a big one. Look, just just bear with me for a second, Matt. Just take the giant squid, and I know you don't like the ocean for some reason because the ocean is because not, we haven't okay. But just we've we've also not discovered a lot of Earth. I'm just I'm just you're wrong. There are many forests that have not been uh, have not been touched by man. I'm sure. You're just you're just making statements now, blind (laughs) statements. And you just said you're sure. I I said with a question like I'm sure. Come on. Like, Uh, I I don't know. This is a three man podcast where there's got to be someone (laughs) who can jump in. I'm holding on my rating for Villeneuve. Have we Uh, got have. Okay, fine. This is post show shit. No, no, my point is uh, a point. You have no points. Thank you. Finally. Your whole point is anything is possible. No, we're talking a lot more serious now. Listen, look, um, take the giant squid though. No, I'm serious for a second because for a long time or the, is it the giant squid or the colossal squid? One of the two for forever. It had literally been like stuff of myth. Krakens, you know, people did not believe that they existed. Okay, but there aren't 8 billion of us swimming around the ocean constantly. I get that we're not all in the forest, but Simon, we don't have the same, like... I, I get it. I get it. It's more of a stretch with Bigfoot. All I'm saying to you is this was something that was thought of as myth. It's the exact same example of it being written about and drawn about and, and people didn't believe it until they did until they did. Matt, that's all I'm saying. And then once we did find it, we were like, yeah, of course there are giant stop, squid. Stop. Okay. So let me, let me just, let's say I live in the fucking 1600s and I see an octopus, normal size, nothing that big. And I'm writing stories about fucking pirates and whatever. And I decide, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to take a creature that already exists and make it fucking gigantic in my story. So big that it's going to take ships down. And then, oh, guess what? A couple hundred years later, they actually find just a huge version of something that we already knew existed. So your example here fucking sucks on 50 different levels. No, I mean, 
I what you're saying could possibly be true. That doesn't make my example shit. Well, it does, Simon, only because, again, the ocean is a whole different ballgame. It's so much of it is un... Like, we haven't seen so much of it. So it's, Matt, I just told you that they discover 50 new animals a year. 50 relevant animals a year. They're almost all small, rodent-like... Mar- Yes, but that doesn't mean, point is, there's many things out there that we don't know about. Simon, you're Whether talking about a nine foot big. eight man walking around the fucking woods. This one is tougher to get your head around. It doesn't mean no, it's No, it's a statement. True. It's not a point. It, the statement is, there's lots of things we don't know. What is the point? It's it, it's not a point. I like how you're looking at me like I made the point. No, Look I, at no, him, I, motherfucker. He, I'm the one trying to get it out of he him. You can hear me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to hold forget up. it. You know what? I'm done. You guys do your podcast. <laughs> this is just evolved. Okay. Please rate the episode. I give this. A, Are we done with it? Are we done with Villeneuve? I'm done. I don't I'm even think I have to talk to. I can do the post show. Okay. So we'll let Simon rate it first. I, I give this a... Uh, this devolved into into us arguing real quick. I give it a two and a half. Come on. I give it a three. I appreciate that this guy was had his platform his day. I give it a one. I never watched the show. Give it a big fat one. Not much, not much there. I would not listen to this unless you're seriously thinking about... Um, I don't know. I don't know what you would be thinking about. If you watched you Life Before this? Frozen. Actually, what did you give this? What did he give it? A three. three. What did you give it, Simon? A two and a half. But I, I yeah, I guess a two and a half. Because I honestly, actually, now that I think about it, I, just real quick in closing, I thought after listening to this, because I listened to it before both of you, I kind of thought that you'd come in here and enjoyed this one. Just because you often talk about like... I the lo- zombie apocalypse I and living off the grid and like much like it until you gotta have a rabbit oh, until okay that he's a closed-minded dipshit but i wanted oh, to ask really? you i wanted to ask That's you especially enough. this after listening to this guy do you still want to go and live like off the grid uh, well i mean i'm not living off the grid matt i'm just okay moving well no li- i'm a, okay little, fair enough i'm just asking no, no, but i'm just moving but what a I'm little saying, bit out of town hold on what i'm know? saying to you though is if like if the shit hit the fan for real and you couldn't stay in one place you just have to go live in the woods i would just off myself no again i would see that as an adventure i don't like the idea of everybody trying to kill each other but but that's where we're at that's what i'm talking about yeah no i mean i get it but i look if i had zero responsibilities and i was bored of what i was doing here that would seem like a not quite what he's doing that's i wouldn't want to have to eat the antlers of a caribou and maybe in a more moderate climate but i'd like to live i i would see that as an adventure oh come on you just okay one last thing in closing you hit the nail on the head i was like okay if you want to live in the woods in like oregon I can understand that. Yeah, Bigfoot. No, well, just climate-wise. You'd have, like, you have a bigger chance to spot him there. Yeah, why? I fucking, the winter The sucks. winter, f- for any listener that doesn't experience a brutal winter, it's fucking just the worst thing you could do to someone. <laughs> but, Matt, there is something about warming up your little cabin and, you know, going from the cold to the warm. I don't know. Like, if you were out there and all you had to do every day was go check your traps on your snowmobile, like, yeah, but Simon, fucking sounds like a good time. I to think, the kids would roll over when you had one of sex. I think you're saying that. You have a wife. You're saying that thinking with an Ottawa mentality where, like, well, once March is over 
it just warms up and I have a full summer. You're not thinking about it like, well, once June rolls around, I'll have a month and a half of it being 10 degrees. No, you're right. I'm looking at it as a fairy tale. I wouldn't want to do it. Oh, not in the winter. Not that's in for the sure. winter. Fuck no. no. But on a letter note, according to him, it's warming up there. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we really took so long on these last two. That it's was two ridiculous. hours, pretty much, so just ridiculous. on the last two. It's not even, yeah, whatever. Well, last week they got a short one. They were clamoring. This week they get a long one. Uh, real quick, in closing, um, if you want to email us, you can do so. Oh, real quick, uh, thanks for sending us all your Spotify stuff. That's real nice, you guys. Appreciate that end of year. I don't believe, I, I'll say this for the record. We'll talk about it in the post show. I don't believe anything spotify puts out yeah there. they have a lot of explaining to do they do numbers. we'll get to that in the post show for sure but in closing if you want to email us uh you can do so jree podcast at gmail.com uh it's jree podcast on instagram if you want to follow us there there's a subreddit it's reddit or r slash uh jree podcast and shout out to uh whoever created that for us again we we appreciate the shit out rv of baby that's it rv thanks um, buddy it could be a woman. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> sweetheart works either way. Um, what else is there? The Patreon. It's a dude. We do have a Patreon. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month. On the Patreon, you get the post show uh, on Tuesday uh, at the same time as the regular episode drops. As well, you get one episode a week pretty much of This Won't Age Well, our series where we go back and listen to old episodes of jre they're fun they're great this week is uh which one's coming out eddie bravo and alex jones it's a huge one that's a fan i'm looking pick. forward to listen back to it yeah so uh if you want to support the show you can do so there because we don't always have ad money and uh some weeks this is fucking work other than that guys it was a pleasure this week great sitting down with you simon love arguing uh vampire bigfoot shit with you as he shakes his head aggressively at me um anything else come are you playing anywhere uh, I'll be in Kingston uh, in two weeks for the weekend. Uh, looking forward to see everyone there in Kingston. Also, guys, get on my YouTube and share that video. People don't share it. Oh, and you know what? I if, posted no one shares it. They like it, but they don't share it. If you own a business in Ottawa and you're looking for a fucking stand-up dude with some uh, some hard work ethic. Oh, no. I, I know how to get a job. I, I don't need to go through the podcast there. But I, I need people to share. I've been trying to go, go viral. Yourself, Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I, I really been trying to go viral the last week, and people got to share my YouTube video. That'd be a great. Or look me up at Kamaru Bar. I guess we have a YouTube as well. And share it. You'll never find it, but it's uh, on our Twitter. It's pinned it's on, on our, our Twitter. Twitter. Oh yeah, we have a Twitter too. If you want to, you know, leave a nice positive review, that's good too. I actually am done sending people or there because us. the U.S. reviews are just killing I know. us. It's, it's anyway. It's rude. For those of you listening, uh, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And um, yeah, we'll see you in the post show. Have a great week, weekend. Keep your eyes open. I know you probably won't, but do it. Donate. <laughs>